Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi everyone, it's Beatrice here and just want to give a quick announcement before we jump straight into this episode. So on our Instagram, we did a poll to find out how long you guys would like our episodes to be and essentially it became a tie between just under an hour and one to two hours. So bear with us as this one is quite a long one, but you know, we've been away for a minute. So we had to catch you guys up with everything that's been going on. But yeah, just let you guys know that, you know, it won't always be this long. Make sure you guys follow us on our Instagram so you guys can answer the polls that we have. So, you know, we keep you guys informed with everything that's been going on. So enjoy. Hi everyone, it's Beatrice, it's Tammy, and it's Sharon, and welcome to the 22nd episode of the Beatrice Ooh, Podcast. we're back! The first one of the we're year. Back. I know y'all miss us. <laughs> I know y'all ate too much food over the Christmas period, but we ain't gonna talk about your weight gain today, okay? <laughs> Chloe Ting Sam, loaded, spiritual ginger, spiritual ginger. Oh I enjoyed I enjoyed the annual leave. Bro. I'm screaming. I kind of missed I it. I did though. too. I, I did enjoy it as well, but I missed recording. I can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> We're pretty. Uh-huh. Tell you, like, you know, I, love, I love you. I thought they I would forget. Y'all, but nah. <laughs> you didn't miss recording at all. No, okay, man. maybe I missed the reco- actual recording that's what we're saying. We're uh, everything that's what we're saying. What's wrong with you? Everything else was like, do you know what it is? Every week that we record it, it's the leading up to the <laughs> thing that I dread every yeah. time. Like, oh my god! Like, I'm telling that's you. what I said last episode as well. Like the hardest bit is actually just, just getting on yeah, time. Like, <laughs> you be like, oh, five minutes, or I need to make my tea. <laughs> In there. Oh my god! Can you send the link? No, I'm yeah. Fine. <laughs> testing, test, you said testing, 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 one, two, one, two. Testing, oh, yeah, testing, loading, for try. Oh, yeah, I'll sync. Hello, hello. <laughs> oh, yeah, try. Let's end this again. <laughs> oh, oh, but no, yeah, I've definitely missed. I've missed recording. I think I've mainly missed speaking to you yeah, guys. To I think, yeah, I think. But together, do you know what I mean? Because it's like, kind of the same. Yeah. yeah, and it's kind of like even when we're like recording the part, it's just like a call. Like yeah. it's not like. Of yeah, what, like, just like a cool. Like I've been wanting to tell you about Dubai time. 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 I was just like, I just have to wait till the phone. You gotta save it, otherwise we we're not gonna get the real raw emotion. Yeah. You know, <laughs> not the raw. Do you know what I mean? We need that authenticity. <laughs> oh, oh gosh! Oh my god! But how is everyone? How how did you guys spend your New Year's Day? What about Christmas? Oh, it's, it's even true, Christmas. you know. This annual leave was long. 
out of the office, you know? Yeah, bro. Um, I'm trying to face. think. Well, on Christmas, we broke the rules. and uh, Hey, breaking the rules and changing <laughs> and the game. Not, and we did not feel, I did not feel any way about it. Because at the end of the day, how can you be doing yo-yo government? <sighs> to be honest, we broke the rules, but it's not like we went like out of the area. We literally went down the road. Do? My auntie lives down the road. So when you say down the road, literally down the road, like I could walk there. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So okay, okay. Um, obviously we didn't walk there because we had rice, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but um... oh, hey, don't kill me today. <laughs> but yeah, we just went over there. It's my, it's my dad's sister. We just went over there because sorry, Wait, your dad's sister lives down the road. Yes. How I did, did I that. not know? Is this new? Is this the new thing? Um, no, they've been living there a couple of years actually. No, you're lying. No, the, only one, the only people that I knew that lived near was Paul's family. I didn't know that anyone. Oh, else... yeah, we were all together, they were there too. Uh-uh. Okay, now nah, <laughs> we definitely broke the rules. Wait, so how many families? It was just three, like it was actually the what, okay. what to be honest, you know, that before that they said, that, Oh, we can't mix for Christmas, we yeah. were actually following the rules, like it was yeah, really of course, meant to be three of course, families, of course, yeah. But then, um, we were just like, I and the thing is, yeah. Everybody was breaking the rules in this area. I don't know. Well, I don't know about the people in your oh, area. My neighbors defo were. There were so many cars. I, yeah. I was even struggling to even get out. Of yeah, the but room. I felt like I felt like that was gonna happen everywhere. Like my neighbors closed Definitely. their curtains. I'm thinking, what's going on? Right? Don't kill me. <laughs> my neighbors that never closed their curtains. Oh yeah, <laughs> you've always said that their curtains are always open. Their curtains. <laughs> even I'm looking outside the window. They're open right now. It's in every room. There's no curtains. I don't closed. understand people who don't have curtains in their house. Like you know when you look. When you're walking past, it's not that they no, don't. No, no, some curtains, people don't. Some people curtains. don't have curtains. So I remember there was one time when I was walking down the road, yeah, and I looked. You know, when you're just like, obviously, what the heck? There's no curtains. So you look in, but then they're looking at you like you're mad for looking in. But I'm like, why is you? Why do you guys not have any curtains? Why is you? <laughs> <laughs> why is you? You? <laughs> no, but they'll be looking at you like you're oh mad. But I'm thinking, gosh. but really, truly, you're the mad person here yeah. for allowing me to look yeah. in. So, no, nah, that's crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's what happened. Ugh, no regrets. It was a good. It didn't. Feel... The thing is, even though I was with my family, it still didn't feel the same. Maybe because really? I wasn't with my extended family, like mm, mm. my mum's side of the family. Like, yeah, because we're normally with them, so mm. it's kind of like I just it didn't feel Christmas Christmassy. I was tired by eight o'clock. I even took a nap while I was there. So <laughs> I was like, I was just over. Oh. I was over, over the whole thing. I just wanted to be honest. I just wanted the year to end. I'm I hear you, lie. to be honest. I hear mm-hmm. you completely. Yeah. How was your shine? Yeah, mine was pretty standard. Um, we, um, Beatrice and I went to Dubai, so we landed on Christmas Eve. And so Christmas Day, I, like, I literally was at home for a few hours and it was Christmas. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know. It just, yeah, mine was pretty dry to be mm. there. Didn't do anything. Mm. Um, yeah, to be honest, mine was kind of the same. I think for me, because we just got back from holiday, my main concern was wait, like planning to do a COVID test. So I just basically distanced myself a little bit from my family. Um, so like when I was downstairs and like in all the communal areas, I was wearing like a mask and stuff. Um, but like obviously we still had like a nice dinner and stuff and like just hang out, hung out a little bit. Um, but I guess, yeah, it was just this is the first time I spent like Christmas in my actual house with just my family and probably I don't even know maybe like 10 years plus now like we've never ever done Christmas in our own house by ourselves so it was mm. just a lot we were so confused we're like okay cool do we eat now or do we do this like we <laughs> yes. were just completely rattled but um 
it was all right I guess you know it's good to kind of spend some time with your family um by yourselves without other people but we were also gonna do break the rules but I think for us because of the fact that I traveled if I didn't travel we would have definitely broken the rules but my mum just felt and I just felt as well like you know that you know what you just don't want to be the person that's responsible for anything because even if it's not my fault that's the thing about this this COVID thing even if it's not my fault and it could be someone else that could have brought it everyone's going to assume it's me because I'm the p- only person that had travelled and just got back. Do you know, what, yeah. you know what it is? And also, there's no way of knowing Exactly, that's what I'm going to say. Exactly, is. so we just felt super guilty. And I did feel kind of bad because I know that if it wasn't for me, like, we would, my family would have definitely been able to, like, undercover, gone out and, like, mix with other families. But, um, yeah, we just didn't want to be the person that was going to be responsible for anything yeah. that could have potentially happened. So, yeah. yeah, man, it's a lot. According to Snap, hella people broke the rules. Like, even though... There, where I was, there wasn't that many people, but there were some places where people were even. They went to one place with a lot with a lot of people, then they now went to another place. With yeah, a lot people, people are doing hopping as well. No, yeah, that's a bit mad. People are doing hopping as well, man. Yeah, a lot. I don't know though. Like for me, I just kind of felt like I wasn't even. I don't know. I don't think we even really considered breaking the rules, just because, especially the COVID situation in the UK hmm. is probably like the worst in the world Jesus. at this point because this whole new strain hmm. thing. Like this thing that um, when we were in Dubai, we saw that there was like a report about how someone had gotten this new strain of COVID, which apparently has been around since September, but nobody said anything mm. anyway. Um, and the person went blind. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Why is the why is COVID like taking out all of your senses? Mm. Like I don't know. For me, I was just kind of like I'm. I'm even. Yeah. I don't even feel comfortable being around other people. At the mm. moment. Yeah. The thing is, I actually get it, but at the same time. I just feel like people are tired. <laughs> like, I hear you completely. Are, I get that. This, it's, but I feel like I would have felt comfortable, say, for example, if everyone, like all the families that I, was, I would have been around took a COVID test mm. and then we all knew that we were negative and then we can chill together. Because I don't know, I just feel like, obviously for other families that's completely different yeah. like everyone can do what they want to do but I think it's just for me I was just a bit like mate I'm even, I don't even know where you would have been exactly. and I think as well because I had travelled yeah. it's just like I had been like exposed to so much yeah. like, it would just yeah. yeah. have just been um, irresponsible and for th- me to have even I think for me as well because because obviously my family my auntie and then um was family it's kind of like we're in a bubble if that makes yeah. sense we don't mix with any other people that's other what i was than, gonna say as well it depends on like how say, the other yeah. families had been mixing yeah. because so it, we don't yeah go on i was gonna say i don't know if you guys have seen i know i'm kind of jumping the gun here but today someone on twitter was talking about the fact that you know some of some of these people that we've seen like you know these hairstylists for example who are taking undercover appointments which we understand you know what i mean like yeah. i get that during these times you know you need you've got bills to pay like you might want to do like a one-two service here and there mm-hmm. but those same people are out here partying and mixing with other people which i think is really really selfish so yeah. i was gonna say that mm-hmm. you know some people you'll be thinking oh yeah like surely you would be staying at home do you know what i mean if you know yeah. you're gonna mix in with other people so like for example if i knew I was going to be spending Christmas with other people. I myself, as a family, would have taken that decision to kind of limit ourselves from like the contact that we have with other people, just to protect yeah. who we're going to come into contact with. But, yeah. but the fact that hairdressers, who we are basically kind of not to say we're helping them, because really and truly, you know, we are asking for a service. But at the end of the day, we are giving, we are paying you guys. You know what I mean? So for you to be putting us at risk for coming to help you. I just thought I was really, really mad. But so I just had to mention that one because I was rattled when I saw that tweet. 
Bam. <laughs> I heard about yesterday, um, I was on Instagram and I think it was like Shade Barrel, one of these Instagram blog places, mm-hmm. was basically talking about how um, Zara Holland from um, Love Island, which I don't think I watched it when she was on there, so I don't know who she is, and her boyfriend um, were arrested, I think in Barbados, because they were trying to flee the country. Uh-uh after getting a positive COVID test. Eh? Either they were coming what? from the... Oh, gosh, I feel like I need to find nah, it. Nah, you're lying. Yeah, yeah. So, Why um, is Zara Island always star, Zara Holland has issued... I don't understand. A... I don't understand. <laughs> Love Island star, Zara Holland, um, has issued a groveling apology to the government and the people of Barbados after breaking quarantine in a bid to flee the aisle with her boyfriend when her boyfriend tested positive for covid so they tested positive for covid i think in barbados they were meant to quarantine in barbados because obviously now you're positive and they were trying to flee the country damn it like, what do you think this is do you know how selfish that is do you know how many people you come into contact with trying to leave the country mm, damn it everyone on that air or everyone on the plane is basically now compromised because of you like and apparently they got arrested and that's they have right like eighteen thousand pound fine or something that is right serves them right. and they could face up to a year in jail that's their business bro that's actually their business what the people heck? are so selfish i don't understand like because all you really need to do is wait for like an extra week or so and do a test again do you know what even I mean? in like, barbados bro like fam fam it's not like you're trying to escape here like you're actually in the in mean? the place that you wanted to go to so suck it up <laughs> what's going on no it's true it's though true. Suck it's it up. True. what's it's going true. on and they definitely have enough money to extend their trip if they wanted oh, to, if they felt like they but were. But this Zara Holland, like you said, I can't remember. I think she, was she in the first one? I don't know what. I don't know I don't which know one. Her. I can't remember her, to be honest. No, but... I think she was in the one. If I'm No, that's Zara McDermott. That's, some, that's oh! Zara McDermott. You're thinking and she's else. not from Love Oh, yeah, she was yeah, Love Island. Yeah, she is Love Island. Oh, but no, that's a different Zara. Of, I was thinking of Zara. No, thinking, no. oh, Take Me Back, which was asking. No. Oh, no, 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 no. That's Zara McDermott. Oh, yeah. She's different. Okay. She dated that yeah, guy okay, okay, from okay. Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think it's the first one then, if that's what we're talking about. Yeah, I think, I think it's the first one. But even so, like, I'm sure you still have some money in the bank. Like, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's a risk. And everyone knows when you're traveling during these times, mm. there's a risk that you might have to extend your trip if you end up catching something. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, everyone knows when you're t- when you're going abroad, you're taking a risk. And, mm. you know, there's a chance you're going to need to extend your trip. You know, that's just a risk you have to take. Like, if you don't want to take that risk, cook will stay at home and cook will stay in London. Do you know what I mean? And and, in, and mm. set up a Barbados station in your house. I don't really understand. Like, <laughs> 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 no, but it's station. true. It's true. No, it's true. Bruh. I just feel like people need to be more selfless and more like they need to think about like their actions. Yes. And I think, you know, over time, like we've started to because, you know, COVID has been like something that's been around for like a year now. I think some people are getting more desensitized to the fact that people are still dying. Bro. So they're thinking like, oh, COVID is not even that deep. Like you could get it and not get symptoms. So I might as well just like, how many people are actually going to like get affected? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Which I think is just a very selfish way to think. Like there are some people, of course, who get it and they don't even know they've got it because they're asymptomatic Mm -hmm. and they carry on their lives as normal. But there are some people that get it that die. Mm -hmm. That literally, Lord Sugar um, tweeted recently about how, I think it was this week he tweeted that he just lost his sister two weeks after losing his brother Mm -hmm. to COVID. And I just think like, some people are really in the thick of it at the moment. And then you're here like, oh, I need to go on holiday, which 
don't get me wrong I need to go on holiday too so I actually hear that yeah but at the same time you need to be careful like you need to take those precautions mm-hmm. like she's lucky it's Barbados and not Dubai because the way <laughs> they would have locked <laughs> they would have locked up. your ass you up been, forever you would have been on bread and water since we, we probably wouldn't have even even have heard of you from this point because <laughs> remember that woman who um I was reading an article, I was telling Beatrice about this like a, like a month ago or so. There was this Emirates hostess, yeah, and she went on a date with this guy and she went back to his room or his house or his oh, yeah, apartment or whatever. Story, yeah. And the police raided the apartment and they found weed and they locked her up, you know. Hmm. And her family didn't hear from her for, I think it was like two weeks hmm. before she finally got through to her family to say like, yeah, I'm in prison living on bread and water. <laughs> They've locked me up because the man I was with had weed. Bear in mind, they tested her for drugs and she had Nothing no drugs in, in her, her system. Yeah. So she's still she's in Barbados. No, no, they released no, her they now. Release she was her. there for a while. She was there for months. You know, yeah, you know, Dubai. Yeah, they don't. Even, they don't even ask questions. They arrest. They shall live on bread and water. <laughs> no, but Dubai killed me because they just arrest before they start asking questions. Before yeah, they start doing, they just take, they just lock your ass. <laughs> when up. you're in jail, we'll start asking you questions. Fam. Up until that point, you might as well get in the van. Fam. I'm well, you. to be honest, maybe because they actually don't have that many criminals in Dubai. Yeah, because people are scared. Yeah, yeah as they should be. That's how it's yeah, exactly. That's, that's how, it should, how it should be everywhere. Yeah, hundred so percent. You should be scared. Like, yeah. what's all this? Like, oh, you got Sky TV in jail. What's all that? <laughs> <laughs> you get phones in jail. What's all that? No, I mean, no. Don't but at the end of the day, I, I, I rap get battles. It. <laughs> <laughs> you should you should be scared, but at the same yeah. time, like ugh, this whole COVID thing, like. As I said, people are tired. I really think it's the poor management of the government because oh, if you oh, actually because if you actually deep it, this thing came about in March. We are now in January of the next year. Can you deep it, please? No, nah, it didn't even. It didn't even come about in March. That's the mad thing. It was yeah. here this time last year. It was here December. Already, it was no, yeah, December. Yeah. It started in Wuhan. It was even November. December, and my yeah. thing, November, I was even yeah. saying this to my friend the other day. Yeah. <sighs> Literally, I feel like going to Dubai has just like made me. It's just Sharon, made my eyes fam, open. Did I not say this in my recent YouTube video? I you said it in the YouTube said video, it. but you wait. Said it, yes. Let me even let me even reiterate yes. this because I've been saying this since. Like from literally, I think it was like the second or third day that I deeped. Like the UK is actually by themselves. Like especially yeah. during December when you've seen like other people in like Ghana and stuff like enjoying themselves, you realize that the UK is actually by itself. Like. Before, it was kind of like the whole world is going through this. Like, it's really sad. But no, when we went to Dubai, life was basically pretty much normal. Yeah. Like, yeah. the only thing that was different was, like, you couldn't go clubbing like that. But you could still go to the club. Like, you would just have to sit at a table. But you can still, like, meet people indoors. Like, you can yep. do all those things. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. they have got their... their 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 stuff together do you know what i mean the Mm. uk which is literally an island we don't even we can't even compare ourselves to america because at least those people they have how many states yeah we are literally an island yeah Mm -hmm. we are we are the ones that created the second strain of the virus that we didn't create it but no but it started here it started here (laughs) no it didn't apparently it didn't start here apparently it was actually started since the beginning beginning there's always been two strains no, when I was re- well, I don't know, you could be right, but when I was reading up about it, apparently the first case of the second strain has been traced back to the UK. But anyway, even beside, even without that, 
I just feel like we had the cheat sheet. Wuhan that had this thing hmm. last year, they're back to normal, bruv. Hmm. Like, they're, they're living their hmm. best lives. They are We quiet. literally, all we had to do was just copy what they did and we'd be fine. Ah. Simon so says, really simple understand. copy and paste. That's do you know what I mean? had to do. Simple, no, compi- simple copy and paste. And we right. here. It's really true. Like, the... the, the oh. I don't even know what to say. Like, the governing is so bad. I literally no, but guys, call it, can we no, actually please... Yeah, sorry, on. the one thing that I just still cannot get, yeah, is other countries like Ghana. Like, I mean, in fact, the fact that I'm even referencing Ghana as a model is something that is you should be concerned, you know, cons- when you're comparing it to the UK, yeah? yeah. No, but, but Ghana's but wait, actually but pretty wait. advanced, though. No, definitely, They're definitely. But, definitely still, we're talking but about... still comparing yeah, to the UK. Yeah. Now, let me say... How is it that a country like that simple system, and it's not even just country like that. In fact, there's so many countries that are, you know, beneath the UK when it comes to the GDP, okay. when it comes to all of those things. Yeah, that when you enter not the beneath. country, <laughs> no, but it's true in terms of how, um, in terms of the money and, and in terms of you know the infrastructure that they have and all those sort of things. Yeah, how is it that people have been walking in the UK without any kind of testing? or anything mm, like yeah. I don't understand the most simple day. requirement of testing somebody at the airport has never been done not once in Heathrow not once in Gatwick not once in Stansted like I'm so baffed as to how yes. that has not I, been I just a single don't thing like literally I, I don't know about you, but obviously being prime minister and being in the government, like it's a very hard job. You have there's it no is. there's no um manual, there's no manual on, on how to do it. But I'm not gonna lie, if I was prime minister, I think the first thing I would have done is close the borders. There's no yeah. one going in, there's no one in, coming out. Someone going out. There's none hey. there's, there's there's none of that. So I don't understand why it was so hard for them just to be like close the borders. And at the end of the day, even I think they did at one point, but even then, yeah. private jets were still coming Pip- coming in and out. So Bro. I don't understand. Look, let me be real. Yeah, even though I went on holiday, so I, this might sound a little bit, you know, like I'm contradicting myself. But even the fact that during the lockdown, lockdown, as in the locking down, down, yeah, the, when the UK was yeah. shut, we could easily fly out of the country. No questions asked like i'm still baffled to this day as to how dubai even became a thing like as in like traveling during lockdown i'm just so we didn't travel during lockdown just so that everybody no yeah we didn't travel during lockdown (laughs) but even so people could (laughs) people were freely moving yeah freely moving a lot of people went to dubai during that a lot a lot and to be fair like obviously i'm not saying that you know I know of people who have gone and, you know, caught things. I, I, you know, I'm not assuming, you know, that it is the case for everyone, but I still believe that actually travelling out sometimes was even safer than staying in the UK. Oh, 100%. Like, absolutely. Fam, 100%. I was sleeping. I was like, no, I was actually better abroad. Like, no, I was we safer were... on the plane. I was safer abroad. Like, what the 100%, heck? 100%. Yeah, like... I know, yeah, someone, I know someone that... Um, when uh, they were about to announce the lockdown in March, because you know, March, there was all these rumours, but it actually didn't come out. So people were just mm. like, okay, we need to act fast. Like, mm. Some people I knew went back to Nigeria and they were in Nigeria for months, like for like mm. six months. Why, hmm. why did they come back to the UK and catch COVID? Hmm. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you actually imagine? 
It's oh, just crazy because like literally nothing is enforced in this place, and I don't really understand why. Like even the whole, um, you know, before it was like if you wanted to go out for a meal, you had to all be from the same household. Even that one, please, Jerry. Please, <laughs> will, just you have at you. your friends here. One black, one Asian, one white, one <laughs> this color, one that color. Are you guys all from the same family? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sit down and you have your meal. They literally don't <laughs> even care. Like, and I'm not saying that because I went out when I, I said yeah. I was part of the same family. When I was a but, <laughs> no, but we have to say is yes and they don't ask any more questions. Yeah. Saying, like, nothing is enforced. Like literally, we just have rules for show, like at this mm. point. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they just want to appear like they're doing something. And then we just get now we're in January and we're in lockdown again. Hmm. We're literally worse off now than we were oh, like, definitely. nine, ten months ago. How is that definitely. possible? Definitely. I think that they should just do a, another national, national lockdown. lockdown. I'm telling you, all this serious, tier, but all these tier business, oh, one place is in tier two, then another place is in tier three, then we're in tier four, then there's Bro, one, and the majority one small of the country. Island, one small island is still in tier one. I know, I know, I know. Exactly, and the majority of the country is now going to be in tier four anyway, yeah. so it just makes sense to just call it a national lockdown and let people feel the pressure of a lockdown because yeah. I feel like some people are still not really feeling that lockdown pressure because it's not actually a lockdown fully. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. listen, all we can do is just pray because I know that I am not treating it the same way that I was last year because I've realised, like you said, travelling abroad has made me realise you can't even put your hands in this government because you listen to them and other people aren't listening. You know, they aren't doing any enforcement so at the end of the day, you're just deceiving yourself. Even you know they, I mean? they, they themselves are not even listening to their this own rules. This is what I'm saying. They don't even wear masks inside the house. That's how they'll be catching like... somebody now. Oh, just saw, just saw Matt Hancock and on the train to Durham. <laughs> just saw this. It wasn't Matt Hancock that was on the train to Durham, I don't think. Actually, was it? I can't even remember. Listen, everybody's just doing their own things. It's one rule for us and one rule for them. And it's just like, yeah. it's just a joke. Like, remember at the start of the year where... Boris was going around shaking hands. hands. With COVID, oh, yeah. COVID oh patients saying that it's fine. Still shaking hands. No, um, mask, yeah. no, nothing. I'm still shaking hands. And then it's like, oh, now he's been admitted into hospital. And then they oh, say, let us pray. Now, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pray. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Obviously, we pray for our leaders. But um, <laughs> it's just crazy. Like, remember, like, he's just the most uninspiring person. Oh, I don't even know if you can say that. Said at the start of at the start of this whole thing, you will lose loved ones. Sorry, what? you weren't even gonna be the loved one. I bet. <laughs> like, Fam, like, where's on? the hope, bro? The guy that now said, "Oh, some um, we are in a tunnel, and right now we cannot see we the light." See the light. Light. <laughs> yeah. Where is the leader that inspires hope? Like, anyway, um, I've been saying it since. This is what happens when you vote for a conservative party. They're doing survival of the fittest. Anyone can literally, get literally Hunger Games. Oh, Hunger bro. Games, literally. Literally, bro. Bro. but I pray, I pray. Anybody that's listened to this episode, or I pray that God will cover you and your family Amen. with the blood of with the Jesus. Blood because of Jesus. honestly, as much as we like talk about this, so much, this we're thing laughing. is actually no joke. No this joke, is no yeah. joke, no joke, no be smart. The fact that we are alive and we've entered 2021, oh, ha, it wasn't a guarantee that BTS will make it into this new mm. year, or so we just thank God for our lives, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. honestly, it's not. It's so so nuts. Crazy boy. And then on top of this, now you want to add Brexit. Oh my god. god. But wait, no, wait. Let's talk about um let's talk let's give let's talk about Dubai because I still just 
It is well. It is well. <laughs> right, let's even start from when we when we got to the airport. Yeah? Let's even let's go back because some people don't understand how we came to the decision of going to Dubai in the first place. Oh yeah. Let's yeah, explain yeah, yeah. the whole process and all of that kind of stuff. Basically, after the year that we've had, yeah. Like hmm. this year has just been so and anyway, praise God, like all three of us were able to travel during Jan like last January, we went to Amsterdam for a couple of days. But it still just does not it doesn't really travel. It doesn't, <laughs> travel. It doesn't really equate because it was so cold. Oh my that was god, a trip. that trip that was not a holiday. Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah that was not a holiday. I don't know about you guys, but like I had so many things planned for this year. Like I was pla- I was meant to yeah. go to Nigeria in April. I was meant to go to Thailand in June. I was meant to go to Portugal mm-hmm. in July, and all of them one by one just started getting cancelled. And we were meant and to so- go back to Amsterdam. Yeah, oh actually, yeah, we that was another Amsterdam. thing. We were meant to yeah. go back to Amsterdam, and so like I don't know, like you know when you're, you know when you're looking forward to like going away, and like hmm. when you're working, you're kind of like. I'm working hard now because I know there is a reward yes. coming. Yeah. But yes. then it then starts like, I don't know, it starts becoming almost unbearable when you're working, but you're just like have nothing to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And so like mm-hmm. I just felt like, no, nah, I actually need a holiday. And I kept trying to go, but then the rules were always like you have to quarantine when you come back and stuff. And I didn't want to quarantine for two weeks. And I also didn't want to put my parents and my family, because I live with my family. I didn't want to put them like at risk, especially because my brother goes to school and stuff. Um, so the minute, <laughs> <laughs> the minute they announced that they took the UAE off that list, start looking for flights ASAP. ASAP. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Honestly, and the thing is, obviously like, Dubai anyway is an annual thing like we love Dubai like mm. Dubai is just such a nice place to just go and relax like whether you want it to be a turn up whether you want it to be a relaxed trip you're just guaranteed to have like a good time so even though everyone else was doing it like there's nowhere else I would have chosen you know apart from let's say Nigeria for example just because of December but um there's nowhere else I would have chosen to relax like I think it was just the yeah. perfect place to go to yeah. um but yeah so like obviously when we the whole thing about, you know, COVID tests and all those sort of things. Hmm. Obviously, we, we did our COVID test before. We, Bram, the reason why we didn't even say anything too tough yet is because this COVID test, the amount of people that I've now heard who have had the holiday booked mm. and never went on that holiday because they came back with a positive test. Yeah. It's not a joke, you know? Do you know what I mean? So we were very, very apprehensive of saying anything to because... Anyone. Yeah. Uh, the embarrassment and also this the way that it will make you feel <laughs> yeah when, like when people... everyone's like aren't you supposed to be in Dubai and you're still yeah, aren't you in, Essex, in Dubai like, bro oh. you're looking at your window thinking Jesus like, <laughs> literally, like literally literally honestly we couldn't risk it so the moment for me I hadn't even started packing like I literally did not mentally feel like I was going on holiday because I couldn't put myself through that so mm. I had to wait until what like three days before and you know not even got three our days res- when was it two days before mm. Yeah, two days before we got our results. Two days before we flew, flew, we out. flew out, that we got our results. Yeah, I had to wait until then before I started actually packing and start doing, like, all the appointments for, like, your hair and all that sort of thing because I just couldn't risk it. Um, so, yeah, we got our negative results. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for keeping us safe. Mm. So then, um, yeah, we just started prepping all that sort of thing. So, obviously, we get to the airport now, and I'm thinking, okay, cool, like, things are going to be so different. Like, apart from the fact that there weren't a lot of people there, Fam, everything was business as usual. Mm. Like I was really rattled. Like 
like no one was really there like I don't know how to explain it but you know there was no social distancing when you're in the queue to like go to <laughs> there was um, meant to be there was like signs on the yeah it was meant to be but no one was doing anything down your neck and you'll be thinking yeah, excuse me where's my personal can you space? move back exactly can you move back please like it was just mad and also like you know for people I don't know if actually I should even say it, but in terms of Emirates and stuff they need to actually pattern up with that because they didn't actually ask for any proof of COVID tests and I'm just thinking they were like you have to do all these and you had to fill out a form had to obviously provide your covid test print out and stuff all this other mm. stuff we got to the airport nobody even nothing they didn't Not even say check. like oh have you done it covid yeah nothing <laughs> nothing at all no but what do you call it what, what about when you landed in dubai no nope. no nope. but the only thing that they did and I, that's why i was shocked because i thought okay you know what the uk were already useless so i'm not even surprised with that one but i thought in dubai that okay you know, but they would be I a bit stricter. Think they thought that the people in, that, the, in the UK, UK were checking. Yes, yes, they thought the people in the UK were checking. But then the only thing is that in in Dubai, the only mention that they that mm-hmm. they the only thing that I heard was when they said, "Have you done it before?" They did actually ask, so they don't they didn't ask it, but they had a sign. Yeah, right. And it said, "Have you done your COVID test? Go to this line if you haven't stepped to that mm. line." So I'm, guess, I'm guessing if you hadn't stepped. If you hadn't, and you and you went to the other side, you would have done your COVID test in the airport, which was actually an option. Yeah. Because before, our friends what did the that. case? Yeah, exactly. So the option before was the fact that you actually couldn't do a COVID test when you landed in Dubai. But now you could actually fly to Dubai without having to do a COVID test in the UK and just get it done over mm. there. And then if you're positive, you'll have to quarantine by their rules. Um, but yeah, since they've announced that you know you don't have to do a COVID test here, you can do it in the airport. You know they haven't, they just haven't been checking, mate. Like I was so so rattled. Yeah, but, yeah so strange. Man. And even the even the flight as well. Like for people who haven't been on holiday, like I don't think the flight was that bad. I think the only thing is obviously the fact that you're sitting next to um some. I mean, ugh, we were in economy. God, please change our story <laughs> or that's being first class. But in economy, Shah. <laughs> In economy, I was sitting next to Sharon, so that wasn't an issue. But I was sitting next to somebody else. So I mean, that person was <laughs> that person was covered from head to toe. You would think that person was working as part of. <laughs> you I don't even know what association, like to war or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, yeah. my guy was to the guy. You have to go through the first layer, then the second yeah. screen, and then the mask to even just say, "Excuse guy. me, can we get out? Can we like stand up, go to the go, toilet?" Yeah, hey, God, you have to tap him. Tap him Problem. Tap him. My guy was Pro- covered. <laughs> <laughs> he was playing no games fam it was so funny but obviously that's kind of oh, good you know for God. me I felt a little bit more you know yeah. okay you cool, knew he did his you know. COVID test yeah I knew that he was doing his thing so exactly so I was Twice. kind of a bit more relaxed <laughs> literally <laughs> we were more relaxed and stuff <laughs> I swear to God, he oh, was prepared. But apart from the other people on the flight, and I mean, I don't even want to talk about that. We'll talk about the ones on the flight mm. back. But let me tell you, some people are not doing anything on those flights. But anyways, so we got there and honestly, like, it was fine. It was smooth. Um, and yeah, like, in terms of the trip in general, obviously, I don't want to go for every single day. But <laughs> it was such a good trip. Like, it was so relaxing. Um, like Sharon mentioned, things are basically like business as usual, apart from the fact that, you know, Dubai are quite strict in terms of wearing yeah. your masks everywhere. Um, you know, and I think that's standard. That's, that's how what it should, it should be. be. And, and yeah. yeah, there was no issues with that. Also, too. like taxis um, can only take maximum of two people. So you can't have yeah. three people in one taxi. Um, oh, that was a bit of, that could be a problem for people who want to travel with like large you know, <laughs> yeah God. man because even when when our girl joined us like the, the struggle like, for us three huh. to go into a taxi was serious we didn't even oh, realize because i didn't know maybe you knew beatrice but yeah i didn't know until it was us three trying to go to 
um white Dubai that they had that rule because yeah. the man was bare like to um Tommy our friend who was sitting in the middle like please like bend, bend down, down put your head bend down. down he was, down. He was just like what's wrong with this guy and he was like oh there's a rule and if the police catch you three people then there's a fine of and I think you said like 10k or something yeah um, something mad so then on the way they don't play with their fines out there boy their fines are serious serious. um on the way back we were begging people please take us take us they said no so we had to (laughs) we had to get a seven seater someone had to sit in the back um yeah yeah, the back seat they're strict in dubai with their rules Mm, yeah but honestly it pays off because then you still can move around and you can still enjoy yourself you know what i mean like that's what it, that's what this UK is missing. Like just that sternness when it comes to, but we're, we're missing everything. Let's be real. But we're missing um, a stern hand, like really, yeah, we, we exactly. All this one that oh, I just don't understand because even me, like I told my dad, I was like, "Dad, in Dubai, like, is literally everything is going on like normal." Because I told my dad, I was like, "Because obviously we don't normally. When I say we don't normally, but we don't like spending Christmas here. Like we want to go yeah. away." So I told yeah. my dad, I was like, "Dad." I think we should go to Dubai. He said, what? Who will be going to Dubai? You don't understand <laughs> that it's COVID. No one's going to be traveling. I made an announcement. There's no traveling in this 2020, blah, blah, blah. I said, I just said, I quickly said, okay, there's no traveling. I will. I try, like, I try to. Mm. to That's how we now came last week. Ah, so, so is in Dubai, you know. And someone uh-huh. else is in Dubai, you know. And I could get there mm. in Dubai, you know. And I said, well, yeah, I tried to tell you. To tell you, yeah. That, a were, lot of families were there, you like, know, a like a lot of families. families. And, and these are, it's not like, oh, um, you know when you sometimes, maybe you're like a friend from, no, but these are like my actual, my dad's yeah. actual friends that he sees, you know, normally on like a weekly basis. So it's kind of like, yeah. I was trying to tell him like, listen, other places are is business as usual. It's just this UK that they it blinds it you. Blinds I'm telling you, honestly. like it's it's not funny, but like when my mum, for example, like speaks to other people about Corona, obviously, like you know, we speak about Corona. It's like, still here. It's really yeah, like it's it really the height of like what's going on. Other people be looking and like listening to our conversations and be thinking, ah, relax or it's okay. Or we're thinking, no, 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 it's not. But they're like, oh well, here, like it's not the main thing that's going on. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, people mm. have just adapted and we've moved on. Mm. That's the way you should be. Like, I don't Trust understand. Me. But, um, yeah, man, honestly, that trip was just too, too funny. Like, um, we met with a couple of people out there as well. Like, oh, there was just so many things on that trip that was just like, nah, it was just too, too funny. But um, I'm so happy that we went because, boy, like I mentioned, if you guys follow me on my YouTube channel, Beatrice A, thank you very much. Um, I mentioned the fact that, like, it just basically opened minus Sharon's eyes to the fact that listen if you want to move out of the UK this is the time to be doing it because let me just say the other countries are doing way better than us and this UK can really blind you and limit you in terms of thinking you know about your future and just yeah getting Mm. on with your life and I feel Mm. like I know we go on about Dubai so much and I bet like people listen to this like oh gosh here they go again but I don't know just for me I just feel like so at peace when I'm there like it's it's really I don't know it's weird because you know like when you've visited a country so many times you start to feel like you should just get normal like it should just get normal and stuff Mm. but I don't know what it is about Mm. Dubai like with Dubai I just feel like it has everything you could need like if you need to turn up mm-hmm. it's there if you want to raise a family you can do that there if you want to work it's yeah. there it's like it's literally everything all in one place and I just feel like you don't I was saying this to one of my friends the other day like you literally don't see 
like workers but the country works like the floor is always clean but you never see anybody sweeping the floor mm. like i don't know just simple mm. stuff like that it's true simple no it's true like i'm just like fam like this is like this is literally what i envision for myself and i can't know like i definitely by god's grace like i definitely have to work out there for at least two years yeah. like i just feel like i need to experience yep. something yeah. different like a different way of life and stuff and i just feel mm-hmm. like as well there are so many black people that live there too so it's not even like one of them things where you're mm. like oh i'm gonna go live in like on a greek island where it's like you're yeah. one of like 10 do you know what i mean but it's like we yeah. Dubai, like it's definitely becoming a home of like more like other people it's like very, british people it's very diverse yeah, yeah. It's very british diverse. people nigerians also like i went to enish that three Cameroons. times like literally Cameroons, yeah. they love Dubai, and people go and people go all the time. So it's like you're always like, yeah, you always, you always have, have someone, someone that's, someone coming, that's yeah. coming in. Like, oh yeah, I'm going yeah. To and if someone knows that you live out there, they're more likely they're more likely to, exactly. to mess with you or to like, even exactly. stay with you if it's like if, to if even stay with you. If so, so, you don't even have to pay for like a hotel or anything. Do you know what I mean? Exactly, so. exactly. Oh no, nah, guys, it was it was Make a good trip for us. It was a good trip. Amen, <laughs> amen. I'm telling you okay guys so we are back with the famous song of the week and we are kick-starting it off with me so my song of the week is something different I thought you know it's a new year and I have to just you know thank god you know honestly I've been so so I've been in like a state of just like I don't even know what the word reflection. is reflection like not even reflection but just like i'm just so thanksgiving yeah, yeah, Thanksgiving. that's it that's it yeah. like i'm just so in awe of the fact that like i have made it through 2020 because honestly like i don't even want to go too much into it but a lot has happened so the song that i wanted to um mention was actually a song called excess love which is a christian song like i don't know if people know it it's the one that's like yeah too much or too mm-hmm. much you know that one yeah. yeah so um yeah the song is excess love and the version that i've been listening to let me get it up now um is the one by the awakening the awakening live volume one um we'll put it on our instagram but yeah i just absolutely love this version and yeah, like I've just been so in awe of just like the love that God has shown me, my family, like just everything. And yeah, I'm just, you know, positive mindset, you know, for 2021. And yeah, that's basically my song of the week. Something different, you know what I mean? Praise God and hallelujah. But um, yeah, <laughs> we'll be putting this song um, on our Instagram so you guys can join in with me and worship and thank the Lord. Mm. Oh, yeah. And in terms of just like, oh, one thing I want to mention, sorry, about the Dubai trip was actually duty free. So when we went before we flew to Dubai, obviously, we went to duty free. And um, I think in Heathrow now, I could be wrong. I think it's only Terminal 2 and Terminal 5 that are open. But I'm hearing someone was in Terminal 3 the other day. So I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe things have changed. But um, we flew from Terminal 2. And essentially, like the stores in Terminal 2, if you know, aren't like as good as the one in Terminal 5. Because Terminal 5 have like Louis, Louis V. They have basically like St. Laurent. All the stores that basically I wanted to go to. But anyway, long story short. Doesn't Emirates um, normally fly from Terminal 3? Yeah. Th- no, they do. They do. But obviously, that's the reason why they moved to Terminal 2. Oh, because no. Terminal 3 was shut at the time. I can't remember, yeah, the, last, two t- I can't remember the last time I was in Terminal 2 bruh that is the ghetto for real <laughs> um but yeah so we were in terminal two and um, the only store that was really there for us to do any kind of major shopping was um gucci um so we were in gucci and obviously we we're just talking to um 
like the person who was working there and serving us and stuff. And yeah, obviously I already knew this before, but she just kind of confirmed it again, you know, lovely reminder <laughs> that, you know, duty free is basically coming to an end. Like there's no more duty free anymore. So everything will be, you know, the normal full price. And it just kind of hit to me like this traveling, like duty free for me is actually kind of a major part of traveling. I don't know about you guys, but mm. I consider it like when you go, like there's certain things that you might not even purchase because mm. you know you're going on holiday. You're just thinking, oh, let me just wait until yeah. I get into the airport. So for it to now, for us to not, you know, have a small, small discount, I'm thinking, huh? And then obviously then I start thinking about Brexit. I start thinking about all these sort of things. I'm thinking, hey, this Brexit that we forgot about because of COVID has really come to snatch our necks, bruv, because, mm. huh? Can, I, can nah. I ask a question? So, yeah. I'm still a bit confused. So no duty free. Is that for everybody? Yeah. As in the whole world? No. Yeah. Just we're us. Not part of the EU. People from the UK. Because we're not part of the EU. So essentially now, because we're not part of the EU, there are certain taxes or tax reliefs that we were benefiting from mm-hmm. that we no longer benefit from benefit from. So that is um the same in duty free. Okay. So you know how I think I mentioned this before, when you're in duty free and you're traveling to like, the EU and stuff, you don't get to benefit from tax. You don't get to benefit from like reduced prices in like alcohol, shopping, like you actually don't. Mm-hmm. Um but it's only if you travel outside the EU that you benefit from the tax relief of those products. So, because obviously, you know, when you cross the border, you're basically no longer in the EU case. I think some people forget that when you cross the border, as in when you finish security and you go into the airport, you're actually no longer on UK Mm. grounds, I believe. So that's the reason why that you benefit from that tax relief because you're no longer in the UK. You're in whatever country or whatever destination you're going to. That's why they scan your boarding pass. Yeah, I was going to say that. That's why Mm. they scan your boarding pass. Because I don't know if you guys remember, but like... When you normally, when you go through duty free and say like you have flights that are also flying to like other European countries, there's normally like two prices on the alcohol, for example. So there's one that is like uh, tax free and then there's the other one that is like for other people whatever like if you're if you're traveling in the eu and then yeah. when you get to the desk and they scan your boarding pass that's when they figure out like which price they're charging you what exactly exactly um so now that we're no longer part of the eu we no longer benefit from that so that's the reason why everybody will now um not have any kind of tax relief when it comes to shopping but then now I think what's happening is there's now going to be talks in terms of the new trade agreements that are going to be happening with these countries. So I don't think it's a permanent shutdown forever, but it's a permanent shut. It's a it's a temporary shutdown for now, I think, until those new agreements are <sighs> put in place, which is crazy. But I think those agreements will everything basically stays the same up until the end of this year, December 2020. And then, no, 2021. And then after that, I think that's when major changes mm-hmm. will happen. But um, yeah, so like this Brexit thing, I think people, you know, thank God that, that there was even a, an agreement because I can't lie to you. I definitely didn't think it was going to happen. Mm. I genuinely thought we would leave with no deal. Um, but yes, I mean, the, the good thing is, you know, with traveling, at least we don't have to pay to go and travel now to go to the eu which i think is something major but all the, i think the only thing you need to do is get like a visa or something if you're staying for more yeah. than 90 days i think no you get like a 90 day like free pass forms. or something and um, so that should be fine yeah. unless you're planning to work and then that's that's obviously different um because obviously freedom mm. yeah you only, but sharon you only, you only sharon you only need the visa if you're going for more than 90 days not oh. if you're going for less 
So if you're going for more than 90 days, that's when oh, you need the okay. visa. You don't need it actually when it's less than that. So that's why it's literally no change until unless you're trying to like work out there or something like that. That's when you start yeah. to apply for visas. But then visas. the other like, okay, another positive before I go on to the negatives is obviously, I don't know if you guys saw the whole thing about tampons now being tax free. Which I think that was yeah. an yeah, EU yeah, thing before, yeah. and so now that yes, it was EU tax. EU, we don't have that, which is good. I don't know yeah. why they were taxing us because we we're getting our period before anyway. Sha. But um, the <laughs> other thing though that I thought was really sad is that the Erasmus scheme. So for people who don't know, the Erasmus scheme is basically yeah. an option that you get when you're at university, um, where you're able to um, study abroad in another European country for um a year and that there is a fund that is associated mm. with that as well that you're given and it's basically a grant so you don't have to pay it back so anyway that which i know a lot mm. of my friends and stuff benefited from and when my friend did it um, i actually mm. went to visit her out there as well and she loved it she really enjoyed it they're scrapping that now because obviously we're not part of the e so that's really sad um mm. and i don't know how it will work for people who are studying like foreign languages because that's like a huge part of your degree so yeah i don't know Definitely. how it's going to work for those people but yeah um it's really sad mm. that's crazy and to think that this whole brexit thing actually was voted in 2016 Bam. like it's been it's now it's crazy and it's just like ah it's been four years. Like, I actually completely forgot about it. And then when everyone's like, oh, yeah, 1st of January 2021, that's when we've, like, officially left. And I'm like, what the hell are we even leaving? Like, no one knew mm. what the hell. That's you know what, it. yeah? I honestly think, I honestly think when people voted back in 2016, they literally thought Brexit meant get all the of people, course. That's Europeans what a lot of people out thought. of here. I don't, yeah, definitely. I don't think they knew to the full extent what Brexit actually means. Like, they didn't do any research, but at the same time, the government weren't really giving out any information. All they used to say was, oh, we would have money, more money for the NHS. And I think Mm. that was literally their selling point. Like, oh, we'll have more money. They'll be basically trying to say there'll be more money for more things in in the UK. But it seems like (laughs) there's no money. But then the thing is (laughs) as well, I feel like this is also one of those situations where people have now realized that you actually have to do your own research like you cannot just believe everything that you see on the news and stuff and like like, okay yeah Mm. Nick Clegg was all there about saying oh there'll be 300 I think he said 300 million pounds like yeah it was on buses and stuff like that yeah. and i just mm. feel like buses, you just have yeah. to do your own research and i remember seeing a tweet um this week and basically this seal this seal farmer from the uk um he i think he has like six employees and he's a millionaire and he normally does trades with like people in other european countries but because of this new brexit deal it means that more paperwork and like there's less chance that people actually buy from him because now it's just like, why am I doing all of that stress just to get like your seals, which I can also now buy in the EU sort of thing. So he was like saying that it's going to really affect Mm. his business, which I don't know if I said he's a millionaire, but anyway, it's going to affect his business and um, he doesn't really see how he can move forward. And they were like, did you vote for um, Brexit? And he was like, yeah, I voted for Brexit, but I just didn't realise like what the consequences would be and it's just like oh hmm. my god the consequences like, well, consequences consequences. when you lot were thinking oh yeah <laughs> these people out of our country they've been stealing our jobs now look you don't have a job yourself <laughs> it's a joke hmm. it is a hmm. joke. it's actually a joke so yeah it's just crazy i don't know i just feel like 
I can't even feel sorry for some people because I'm just like, you're the reason why I'm actually here, you know. And the thing is, you can't really do a second the, referendum mm, because it's just kind of like that's the decision you made. So like, you, it's, it would be yeah. now unfair because some people were saying, oh, like a couple of years ago, like, oh, we should do a second referendum because people didn't know. Well, sorry, you should have known. Do you know what I mean? No, I think there was yeah, the option yeah. of a second referendum if Labour came yeah, into... But um... There was, but... Oh, yeah. They didn't. Didn't. Like, when, obviously, um, Boris was like, if I come into power, we're not doing that. We're doing what we said we were going to do. No, but I feel like people overlooked that because they just didn't want Labour in at all. Like, even if Boris said... Um, even if Boris said, oh we're not doing brexit anymore like let's say let's say labor were still wanting to do brexit but maybe they would open up to a second referendum but boris now said oh i'm not even doing brexit again like brexit is off the table people will still vote for boris just for the fact that he's part of the conservative party they just don't want some people just don't want labor at all but i feel Mm -hmm. like this year especially with the whole covid thing it's just proven that these conservatives they don't know they don't give a heck they don't know what they're doing like ah Mm. this government i just ah, yeah man it's just this year's just been it's been really something man it's just been really something i don't know but no i was just gonna say like i always say i just feel like you know it's not always the case but i feel like the conservative party like it very is as an elitist like it's just it's for the elite do you know what i mean like it it mainly mm. serves the elite mm. so ultimately like the people who are suffering the most from covid tend to be people who are poorer and like i was saying to beatrice a few days ago like imagine like living in a council flat at this moment in time where we already know that like council estates aren't really given the proper um kind of like infrastructure that they they need from like Grenfell and just other mm-hmm. cases in general um and then also it's just like imagine living in that kind of infrastructure at the moment and you're poor and stuff like fam was this not the same government that was saying no free school meals so at the end of the day it's mm. what it is now but um what I was gonna say is that I just think it's this just shows <laughs> what we've been saying all along you need to do your own goddamn research and you can't be putting Mm-mm. your lives in the hands of these people. Yeah. Um, and I think even just, for example, with just like this Brexit thing, obviously we don't know the ins and outs and the government themselves, they don't even know the ins and outs themselves. I mean, they just came <laughs> up with the deal the other day. So really and truly, <laughs> so really and truly, I suggest that everybody kind of stays peeled, you know, try and find information, try and find a good source that keeps up to date, you know, with what's going on um, and is able to kind of regurgitate the information into something that's really easy and straightforward for you to follow um obviously for me i use dysonomics i listen to his pod and i also look at his posts on instagram um i don't know if you guys have any other kind of other resources no but it's literally, yeah, I just, it's I literally just suggest, him because he literally yeah i'm telling you like he's just he's so, so he, it's, 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 he makes it funny oh. as well like he, he makes it funny yeah. as well so like it, it, it literally that, if you can't understand that then boy <laughs> then yeah boy good he luck literally to you dumbs it down um, so. damn exactly and one thing about him is that he's not he's not even though he's jokes around sometimes obviously sometimes things are just plain, plain yeah like black, and, black white, yeah. and white um you know yeah but he doesn't kind of make it like one-sided and stuff so you can still form your own opinion so you can you know it's not going to be biased yeah. information which you have to be yeah, careful exactly. you know about the information that yeah. you get out there um but yeah man it's just oh tough hallelujah Guys, so um, obviously we've kind of spent the majority of this episode just 
catching you guys up with everything that's been going on with us. But for me, I just felt led that the first episode would be on something, um, even if it's just short. I just wanted to put out a quick statement or a quick message. Um, and it's just basically about consent. Um, I think the other day on Twitter, um, I'm not sure if you guys saw, but basically this, he's a Nigerian, but I know he doesn't even live in Nigeria. So I don't even know how to describe him, <laughs> Shab, but he's Nigerian for the purpose of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> He's an Nigerian. I don't even know if he's a comedian, on, but let's say, say aspiring, online, aspiring comedian. Gosh, this girl said aspiring online personality, comedian. aspiring comedian. Because at the end of the day, you're not. What certified makes you a comedian? No, but I thought he wanted to mean, be an actor. I, I think he's one of those people. That's what I'm trying to. Say. I was just going to say. I think yeah, he's one of those oh, people that makes funny videos. Basically, like he's like, don't jealous. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to say. He might not have the purpose of. Exactly. Not like a stand-up No, no, comedian, but for like him, like, jokes I don't know. Comedian, but, like, just, he makes funny videos, that's it. Yeah. Okay, cool, let me say that. Okay, so, he's a person that makes funny videos online, um, and, yeah, he has a good online presence. And, essentially, you know, the... I don't even want to say the whole, but... I want to talk about this with, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it, but, essentially, Sorry. there was a... No, because I feel like sometimes when people talk about this topic, they kind of make it seem... They dumb it down yeah. a little bit, or they make it seem like it's something just, like here we go again but it's actually something very Mm. serious um and it's just basically about another rape allegation that was you know made towards him um and i just thought to myself and i saw a tweet as well that said this like how are we still having this talk and debate about consent and what is consent Mm. oh this doesn't mean consent but this means consent Mm. like i just don't get it and especially because the people that are having these conversations they're not 10 they're not babies we're talking about grown people still having a conversation about what consent mm. is and i just thought it'd be something that you know we should kind of discuss to kind of start the year off and hopefully this will be the only time that we'll need to talk about this because i just don't understand how it's still something that is coming mm. up um yeah what are you guys' opinion on this whole thing like i don't know what what are you guys thinking? when i look back when i was um like reading up about it and stuff the first mm. thing i actually did was look up the definition of what consent was mm. so that I could clarify, mm. like, so that we can, you know, clarify what mm. it actually is. And it is yeah. permission for something to happen or agreement to do something. So mm. clearly there's more than one party and both parties have to yep. agree on something yep. happening, whether it's um, something mm. sexual, whether it's something else. Mm. Consent is not like, it's just, when people think of consent, they just think of it from like, a sexual um standpoint point mm. but literally it's literally everything like if if, if you're agreeing yeah. on something or you want to do something two two parties have to uh, have to yeah. agree so it's literally yeah. plain and simple mm. like that but yeah that's I, yeah the first thing i did was just look at the definition i think yeah. like just to um echo what you've just said i watched the ted talk about it as well because i was just thinking let me even get like an opinion from somebody who has actually done their own research like who has dedicated their life to this thing mm-hmm. and she was basically mm. saying just to like mm-hmm. echo what you said she was also saying that consent is agreement but it's not just as simple as agreement because there are different types of con- agreement so she was basically saying that consent is freely given knowledgeable and informed agreement because you could have assent which is agreement mm-hmm. in the face of what you know so for example now did you guys do you guys remember that mm. um, thing that happened about the US um, gymnastics doctor, Larry Nasser. Do you guys remember? Okay, so basically no, he was like the no. assigned doctor for the female US gymnast. And um, basically he was, okay. um, 
he was treating his patients, but he was basically doing it for like his sexual pleasure. So they thought like from from their point of view, like they would that was their gynecologist, but he was he was basically assaulting them um in the form hey. of being a doctor. So from what they knew as of him as being their doctor, they're like, okay, yeah, like obviously you can I don't know, touch me because you're my doctor, like you need to yeah. be able to do these things to search look search and look and do, do the test yeah. medical examination but he was actually assaulting them yeah. so in that in, that's not consent that's assent because they're giving him agreement for them to touch yeah. them yeah. or whatever to do perform his medical duties mm. in yeah. with what they knew do you know what i mean yeah. but that's not but, consent because they didn't freely yeah. give them yeah, yeah. Didn't, they didn't freely give him like mm-hmm. knowledgeable and informed agreement to do that to them mm-hmm. another one um, mm-hmm. is acquiescence 100%. which is agreement but under duress so for example now if i'm intoxicated mm-hmm. whether by alcohol drugs or if you've inflicted fear in me like you have to have sex with me otherwise mm-hmm. i will not get give you like a good grade for example like if a teacher was saying that okay yeah mm-hmm. if they have sex with you that doesn't now mean that that's consensual no because you've that's um, you've you've basically said mm-hmm. to them there's a consequence for not doing that do you get what I'm trying to say? So now that's under duress. Yeah. yeah. If somebody's yeah. intoxicated, that again is not consent. Do you know what I mean? If you are not sure, yeah. it is yeah. not consent. Let me just say that now. If you if there's any doubt in your yeah. mind, it is not consent. And this topic mm-hmm. just gets me so mad. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there's anything you want to add, Beatrice, because I want to move on to like a, a certain, like a different angle. But before I move on, let me just give you an opportunity mm. to speak. No, I think everything that you that you guys have mentioned is, um, you know, is really valid. And I think just kind of continuing on from what you're saying, you know, that whole, you know, when you're not sure, that is not consent. Like, I don't understand how it people try to, you know, add ginger, add different mm. things to kind of make it seem like, yeah, mm-hmm. cool, this is cool. Like, mm-hmm. no, you mm-hmm. can't be doing that. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, I don't want to dwell too much into other people's stories and stuff, but I think it's still something to learn from is the fact that, just because you're even, and I'm even talking more now on the sexual side, just because you are in a committed mm-hmm. relationship, for example, doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it's always mm-hmm. consensual. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I just think that, you know, in this day and age, like, you need to be careful. And people don't understand, like, it is, I personally do not think that it is that deep that you have to, you know, you need to get it there and then. Like, immediately any doubt comes, immediately you start thinking, uh, Facts. just end it like don't force anything Mm. and this is both this is from both sides like it's not just you know um, a guy doing it to a girl it can also be from a girl doing it to a guy immediately you hit you can feel that nothing has been formally agreed like yeah I'm cool I think people and I think this is one thing about Aloni and, and if you guys don't know who Aloni is um she's like a sexual expert relationship ex I don't even know what she's a sexual yeah, expert sexual I guess um, and yeah sex and relationship um expert um on twitter and also she's obviously got her own podcast laid bare and all those sort of things there but anyways um one thing that i like about her is the fact that she always says that question like you know and that statement you know asking questions is sexy and make it sexy like 
ask the question like i don't understand why it's so difficult to ask mm-hmm. Do, is this okay mm-hmm. is this mm-hmm. what you want are you happy to go ahead mm. like even in the heat of moments mm-hmm. remember that question do you know mm. what i mean like it's just it's straightforward for example you don't just, just enter knock on someone's door and, and you door. wait you always <laughs> knock do you know what i mean you don't just knock you and then buzz the, the door down before you go and enter down. like what's wrong with you mm. fam mm. fam it's true. Um, and sorry, just before before we go and deflect into that, I just want to bring back to this Justin case, like I mentioned. So, um, like I mentioned, it was basically like a rape allegation that was made towards him. And in this case, actually, the allegations were dropped because it was basically a lady who received a message from somebody um, saying that this is what happened to... She was claiming this is what happened to her. Um, and obviously, the person felt like they needed to share this information because obviously, you know, when you're dealing... And this is the thing about it, especially when it comes to people who are in the public eye, I guess, you know, where you feel like there's an extra layer of you mm, can't say anything. Mm. I don't know. Obviously, everyone kind of feels that. But, you know, that extra layer of, oh, my God, like, it's actually someone who's popular. I, there's no way anybody mm, would believe mm. me. Like, this is this is crazy. So that person felt led when she received that message to share it um, and to, you know, just tell that person's side of the story or whatever. And in this case, actually, so I think the accusa- accusation was it occurred basically a few, like maybe like five years ago or four years ago. Um, and she mentioned a particular party or something. Um, and with that particular party, they said the date and actually they found the flyer of the event. And um, Justin, who was the guy that was accused, managed to, um, and I'm and obviously I, I'm talking from this from a partial point of view. I don't, I don't know the ins and outs. I was never there. Do you know what I mean? Um, and even though the accusations were dropped, I, I still can't say, I can't really comment on it. But essentially, he produced evidence to show that actually he was not in the country. So he showed his passport and the dates and the stamp that was made, which was actually in the US when he flew back to school, which I know that he actually lives in the US. Um, so that was his kind of rebuttal to the story about the accusation that was made at that particular party. Um, and, you know, this is the thing about it. As much as we're talking about, you know, you know, this consent and stuff, it's also the reverse in terms of, you know, people who who lie about these sort of things that i think it's it's very damaging to the people who have actually gone Mm -hmm. through things and it you know makes their stories less believable because if you're constantly hearing of false accusations now when a real accusation comes you're going to automatically assume that this is sounding something like something fishy is going down do you know what i mean so literally Sorry, I had to. I had to. Sorry, it was the only thing that came to my mind. Shout out to David. But um, literally, like, you know, these sort of things are just things not to be mm, played with. And mm. that's why I, I, you know, I say to you, I say to people, even if it's somebody that you're committed to in a relationship with, whether you've been with them for how many years, no matter what, each and every time, you need to mm-hmm. get that consent. And it needs to be black and white. It's just straightforward. If you cannot... If you don't feel comfortable requesting that consent from that person because you feel like they're going to not give you the answer that you want, then get out of that mm. situation. And, and why mm. are you even there? Do you know what I mean? Like, this is what I don't yeah, get. But anyway, no, um, give such a good point. And also one of the things I was even going to say is that, like, I feel like... Um, 
I've said this before, like I tweeted this before because I feel like every year there is a list of men that come up on the timeline of people, like people who have accused them of um, sexual assault mm. or rape or et cetera. And I just feel like, I don't know whether there is like a gap between like culture and religion. Um, and I'm obviously speaking now from a Nigerian perspective because I am Nigerian and I'm a Christian, so I can't really speak on anything else. Mm. Um, where... Mm there's this whole thing of like okay yeah the bible says you know no sex before marriage and so therefore like parents aren't talking to their kids about consensual sexual relations because you shouldn't be having se- mm. you shouldn't be having sexual relation relations anyway having sex but my whole thing is that you still need to discuss it because people yeah. are still having sexual relations do you know what i mean so this whole idea of like yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. i get it like the bible yeah. is very black and white on this matter and like yeah okay we know that but at the same time mm. like we, we can't be stupid like some of the some of these people's parents like yeah like, let's be real you had your child that you were in they were really in the the children were really in their wedding pictures let's just all not (laughs) pretend like we're all doing the right thing here and let's have the conversations that need to be had because i just feel like it's becoming like a like a religion or cultural thing where it's like people aren't discussing these things with their with their children and so these children are going off to university and they're just behaving anyhow they don't know anything about sex because their parents haven't spoken to them about it the school but even I was going to say, even before that, no one is actually above rape. So it's kind of like, even if you're, I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain it. Like you can still, you can still, let's say if we're talking about from like a Christian point of view, I could tell myself, oh, I'm not, I'm saving myself till marriage. Maybe a guy can tell himself that he's saving himself till marriage. By the end of the day, you could be in a situation where someone is coming on to you but or that's someone different is though, Tammy. about to rape so what you. I'm the point I'm talking about is from the point of yeah. asking for consent because I feel like that whole like women getting raped oh, okay, yeah, okay, is, yes. um, yeah like okay, they're yeah. always teaching us oh cover up do this do this so that he doesn't find you this so that they don't nothing happens mm, to you that is spoken mm, about a lot but what mm. I'm even talking about is like you sitting down with your son oh, and your okay, daughter yes. and saying like okay you're of the age now where you will understand what I'm saying or like you're going off to university where you know like you're going to yeah. be by yourself I want to explain to you like what consensual sex is what it looks like um it doesn't even have to be sex like mm. my friend was even telling mm-hmm. me about how one time he was at the students union and one girl just came up to him and she just groped him like what what's that like that's actually not normal and she was mm. all laughing but that's not funny mm. do you know what I mean so it doesn't even mm. have to be like penetrative sex that's like cool. there's just so many different areas and I feel like people mm. aren't talking to their kids about it which is why people are learning about consent on Twitter like I just I feel like that's and they've they're learning about it after they've already mm. done their done the damage do you know what I mean some people are surprised be surprised to hear mm-hmm. that you can mm-hmm. rape your wife of course you can rape your wife yeah you're yeah. like she doesn't belong mm-hmm. to you like yeah the two of you are one like you're one flesh through christ jesus amen hallelujah but you can she can still say mm. no she can still deny you sex but for some reason in our culture yeah. it's like you can't deny your husband this you can't deny your husband that i'm sorry if i don't want to yeah. get with you i don't have to i don't have to get with you today is it by force yeah, and, and one thing I want to say is that this consent thing is not just like, okay, cool, at the beginning, like, it's done. Like, it yes, literally it's not is a, a yes once and it's you never ask from again. beginning to end. So even, exactly, exactly, even if you've already said yes, Act. you can always say no. And that's something mm. that I think, you know, people need to understand as someone who is, I don't know, asking for consent or giving it, you know, you you are both free to 
say no at any point in time when you feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. when you aren't Mm -hmm. feeling sure um and the person who you're with should be listening and understanding you like I just don't you know obviously I'm not I'm not talking about you know other cases where like you know for example, like Sharon mentioned, you know, you're under duress, all those sort of things. But I'm talking about, you know, where you have said yes and you fully know that you have consented and you're completely happy. Even if you've mm-hmm. done that at the beginning, mm-hmm. you yeah. can still say no. Yeah. You can change and your you mind can, at any point. You so. can start yeah, at any point. Say no. She might be naked and then she might be like, oh, actually, yeah. do you know what? I'm not interested. Or he might be naked and she's like, oh, do you know what? I'm actually not feeling it anymore. That's fine. You can't now tell me, oh, well, because I remember mm-hmm. this was even, a t- and I'm sorry to even bring this up, but this but, was even a topic on back chat. I remember where it's just like, how could I have, I think Biscuit was saying like, back chat is basically um, this UK, <laughs> back chat, if you don't know, is um, this UK <laughs> panel that they used to have um, on YouTube. And basically they would discuss different topics. Um, and one of the, in the kitchen, um, and it was basically <laughs> boys on one side, girls on one side, and there was debate a topic, and there was um, a co-host, I don't know, a speaker, whatever, a panelist. Um, his name was Biscuit. I don't know what his full name is, what his Yoruba, his British name is, but um, he was basically saying like, "How can I wine and dine you? How can I take you out for dinner on a date? How can I take you on two dates? How can mm. I take you on three mm. dates? And then you're not even giving me anything. Like I will get it by force." Is basically what he was saying. Yeah, what? he said that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, now that yeah, you said I remember that, it. I actually remember. Yeah. That. Wait, that is so. Do you know what I mean? And so my whole thing is like, oh, I'm so God. sorry, but my body does not belong to you. If you have decided to spend one hundred thousand pounds on me, mm-hmm. and I've decided I don't want to do anything with you, hmm. then what is the problem? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, there is no issue. Mm-hmm. And mm. I think as well, just on this whole topic mm. of like people thinking that they can like buy or earn your body, I feel like as well. In university, I've heard it hmm. said a lot like, oh, but she's loose or like she gets with anyone or like she she's down. Like boys will be like, oh, what's she on? Yeah, she's down, whatever. And they think that because they've gotten consent from their boy mm. that the, the woman is now um, supposed to do, perform some sort of duty, some sort of sexual act with them. Like, I'm not being funny, but you guys mm. need to, I think some people, they're actually sick. Like you need to understand that consent can only be given by the person who is engaging in the act nobody can consent on your behalf this whole thing of mm. like just because i i got with james john mm-hmm. andy and solomon doesn't mean that i'm gonna get with paul i might not want to get with paul. yeah do you know what i mean so yeah for real. i think this whole i think the mm-hmm. narrative about mm-hmm. it just needs to change and this whole idea that women can seduce men into like putting them in a position where they no longer have control over their body or like oh don't dress this way Mm. and it's two exactly. way or it's two way and this whole idea of like you ways. can dress in such a way that a man is not has no choice but to sexually assault you what and this whole narrative of like oh we need mm. to protect our daughters i think is wrong you need to educate your sons like we wouldn't have to protect mm. anybody if mm. everybody was educated so between the years of hmm. 2018 to 2019, there was 63.31,000 rape hmm. offences. And between the years of 2019 to 2020, it did drop, but not by that much. The 62.2,000 rape offences. And I'm just thinking, that's just hmm. in the UK alone. Let hmm. know the rest of the world. Let alone places hmm. like in Nigeria... Where it hasn't mm-hmm. been, and think about all the ones that are not reported. Like, think about all the ones that are reported. 
or the ones that do get reported or get shut down because they mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't take it seriously or things mm-hmm. like that. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. how are we still at this massive number? Like, yeah, I was just I was just saying I, I don't understand how we're at this massive number and yeah, I don't I don't know, and it just keeps on rising. I think it's well, like and. Honestly, mm. I wouldn't be surprised if that number is at least doubled because there are so many people who don't yep. come forward. Yep. And I, was that rape, did you say? Was that sexual yep. assault? Mm-hmm. So that was rape. rape. That's not even sexual assault. That number hmm. is probably like quadruple. Exactly. Not even sexual exactly. Because I'm not being funny, but yeah. of all the women I Definitely. know, I would say at least half would say that they've been sexually assaulted at a point in their life. By university, yep. was a mess. Yep to be honest yeah. actually like that's what, I think that's <laughs> the reason why I'm just kind of like people need to be educated before they go to uni because I just feel like these guys just yeah. come with just yeah. a different kind of energy like I just oh yeah it's ridiculous yeah yeah and it was also reported in the Guardian that more than half of UK students say they have faced unwanted sexual behavior oh 100% definitely yeah. even yeah. more than that man. yeah definitely because it's just crazy it's crazy but um honestly but yeah honestly like, i just thought that you know i just just can't believe you know we're having this conversation with people who are of the age that should already know this do you know what i mean like i get you know this should constantly be a conversation with people who are you know when you're getting to that age mm. um where you know consent is even being able to be given so you know 16 i think from that point on is when that conversation should continue you know be happening and continue to happen um but you know when you've gone past that age everyone should be clued up Mm. you know what i mean like if you know what to do if you if if you know what could happen like you should know what you know Mm. what you need to basically Mm. do to make sure and protect yourself so yeah i just think that definitely yeah i definitely feel like there should be some sort of teaching in school or i don't know even Mm. like let's go as far as church as well because even though we like to do this whole religion oh yeah at the end of the day it's still life like we like people need to know like imagine if everybody got taught at the age of 16 about this like how much Mm. like the number would have probably not been as much as it is or people would be a lot mm. more clued up about it and I just feel like mm. we're just doing a disservice to ourselves like how can we not be mm. teaching people exactly Ooh, yeah, I think really the thing is mind. like Sharon mentioned you know <laughs> doesn't mean you're encouraging people to go exactly sex. that's actually mm. not what it is at all and I think actually it even kind of you know not discourages it I don't know what the word is but if people feel more confident that when someone is kind of approaching them, they know what to say, mm-hmm, to say no, mm-hmm. and they know what they, what kind of rights yeah. they have, then people are going to be more confident exactly. in coming out and speaking forward and doing exactly. all these sort of things. So I think, you know, like you mentioned in terms of the church, some people might be listening Mm-mm. and thinking, okay, but you, that's basically contradicting. Like, why would they do that? No, but I think, you know, having that conversation and empowering people within the church that if they are approached, by somebody who is basically want pressuring them to do sex this is what you know yeah. this is what should you should do yeah. or this is what you know blah mm. blah 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 you know that doesn't encourage mm. somebody that basically empowers somebody so that they know that this is their body and this is what you know this is how confident they should be feeling you know immediately that sort of doubt comes in you should mm. say no and this is and what, i think you know, as well you should be doing yeah. so it links yeah, it links I was going to say that kind of links into what I was trying to say before. Like no one yeah. is above rape. Like 
it can literally happen to ev- anyone. So even if you're on this whole, oh, me, I'm not having, I'm not doing all of that. But that doesn't stop someone trying to do it to you. So you need to understand what consent is, what, and you need to establish, like Beatrice said, like what to do if you're in a situation where someone is coming on to you. So I feel like that is a conversation that needs to, that needs to happen so that everybody is clued up about the, mm. about the situation. And I think as well, just like mm-hmm. on that, I feel like we also need to tackle like this whole rape apologist thing because I think there are too many people that hmm. say, I know him, I know him, he's not like that. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> oh my God. This whole, you don't know anybody. You don't know I, your friends. I, I you yeah. actually ever, do ever, not know what your friends ever are doing. Ever come online, come anywhere ever. to say like, he didn't, ever. He's, it's impossible, he would never do that. I don't know. I wouldn't even do that for my brothers. No. Nope. And I live with them. No. Nope. Do you know what I mean? I would not do that for anybody. Nope. And I feel like you mm-hmm. trying to now play, I don't even know what you're trying yeah. to even do, play saint or whatever, like, oh, I can save him. He's not, everybody should leave him alone. You don't know what harm you're doing to the victims. Do you know what I mean? If, if that person mm-hmm. actually didn't do mm-hmm. it, let them speak for themselves. They don't need you to come and do judge and jury. Like, just relax. And I feel like too many mm-hmm. people do that. Yeah. Mean, okay, so it can come yeah. in different forms. Like, it can come in the form of, like, you know, being like, I know that man, He's impos- it's impossible, he would never do that. Or I know my boy, he would never do that, or whatever. But it can also come <laughs> in, the f- in the form of, like, blaming mm. the vil- victim, which happens a lot. It's like, oh, well, what was she oh. wearing? Why was she there at that time? What was she doing? It's so too much in Nigeria. Much. We oh need to stop God. victim blaming. That in my so opinion, much. even if a woman yeah. is walking down the street butt naked, that doesn't give you the right to do anything. And uh, I just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just feel like we need to also mm. tackle rape apologists because oh. they are enablers. Yeah, yeah, they are enablers. Like, mm. oh, uh, she was wearing that, so that means that she was trying to seduce. No one's trying to do anything. How can you? How can you say that someone is trying to seduce someone and and they're basically telling someone to come on to them and things like that because mm-hmm. of what they're wearing? That doesn't even that doesn't. Mm. It, and if she was trying I, to seduce, I never understood. I can never understand that consent, angle. and it wouldn't be right. Do you get what I mean? So mm. exactly. yeah, that's just not exactly. an excuse. And then exactly. those people that's like, well, why are they speaking up now if it happened so long ago? Or like, oh, you're only doing that because he's famous, or you're only doing it because he's big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm. Mm. No. Hmm. people don't understand mm. the psychological effects mm-hmm. these sort of things have yeah. on people like it is crazy and you know i also don't want to go too much into this but the amount of people that have you know gone through this with their own kind of mm. family members like their uncles like doing yeah stuff isn't there like, like a statistic bro, that you says that, it... that your first probably like um I can't remember what the statistic is, but you're more likely to probably get sexually assaulted oh, yeah. by someone that you know or yeah. like someone in your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like that is Yeah, insane. that's actually crazy. God, nah, God, come in and and intervene because <laughs> Honestly, I don't know what Jesus the heck this world the is. Because take the damn because, will, man. That's that that's <laughs> I don't even know. That's crazy. That yeah. is crazy. It's just reminds me of that. I don't I know if no you words. guys saw on but, Twitter. Um, yeah. I can't remember what her name is, but um, this girl who um, she's Nigerian and she died recently, like a couple. Yeah, oh, me too. Forgotten her a name. Of weeks. Yeah. No, yeah, last week I think it was. Oh, anyway, basically, it came to life. Yeah, it was that, like, last her, week. Her dad had been um, raping her or molesting her since she was like six or something. 
mm-hmm. since yeah. and she's and now she's been like crying age. I think she's probably even older than us um, but she was in definitely in her 20s and from the age of six like he'd been doing all that stuff to her and it's just just so much needs to her. so how sorry how did she did you not find out I actually how don't did know. she die or, did she, or... No. I don't know you know I don't know I don't know if she. Was, uh, I, I didn't know. I, I never. Know. Maybe I never saw like a thing. I tried to find out. Yeah, I never really got information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never saw further information. Just, it's just sad. It's, just, oh, it's, it's sad. Like, I know. Women. I'm not just trying to make this a whole women thing, but women actually go through. Uh, <laughs> we go through a lot. Like, it's just it's mm. crazy. Like, uh. mm. and so I know we've kind of spoken a bit on this but you know how obviously now with like you know people coming forward and you know going on twitter and kind of like saying it wasn't me <laughs> and all these apology letters mm. and all these sort of things like what are you guys opinions on it because the thing is though if someone is falsely accused then they need to fight it back because not only can it affect them like in terms of just their reputation but just like how other people treat them and just like you know, their future relationships that will definitely be yeah. affected but I don't know I feel like there's some sort of there's something about it that I still don't really like which is just I don't know some of it maybe it's just the, the language that some of them use but some some of them you just think okay this letter the way it was written everything I just mm. ugh, I don't know about it all do you know what mm. I mean like what are you guys' opinion on this whole you know new wave of people coming forward it's on Twitter a new to, wave to be writing out <laughs> is this just letters? to do with consent is it just to do with consent or just things in general, like old tweets as well? No, no, no. Let's, let's, doing... stick, let's stick with... Oh, to be honest, it's even... Uh, let's, let's just leave it because let's stick to yeah let's just stick to consent because mm. obviously remember the whole list thing that just went round the whole list oh. thing that went round and then we started seeing people come up with letters hella apologies hella paragraphs that thing even pissed me off because we simply said that this list is just for women mm. why are men mm. DMing me do you know the amount of guys that we know that were messaging me list. asking I'm for thinking, the list? I just aired I it. Said, like, I, was just like, I, I can't give you the list. Yeah, I, said, yeah. I can't give you the list. And then someone's like, oh, Definitely. but I just want to see if my boy's on the list. Oh. If you feel well, like okay, your boy's so what are you on gonna the do? list, I think you need to take a look. Speak to him to already. Yeah, speak to him already. Honestly, if you're already thinking of, of a boy that you might think might be on the list, then you exactly. need to be already be having the conversation exactly. with your friend because exactly. I don't understand. Exactly. Do you know oh. what I mean? Hmm. And again, I know that's something we haven't spoken, spoken on how before. Sorry, the... I, I just keep adding stuff. But are you about to change? Wait. <laughs> oh, sorry. Go and speak. Sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Go and speak. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Um, anywho, anyway, I feel like obviously an apology needs to be made, but you need to go make that apology to the person whose life you have destroyed. So obviously, I get that you're coming onto Twitter now mm. to like redeem mm. yourself. Well, you're not. You can't even redeem yourself really because you've already done what you've done, but. No, but Sharon, some of these apologies, sorry, some of these apologies are not apologies of, I'm, well, I mean, some of them say they're sorry, but most oh, of that's it not is an apology. Deni- as in, like, they're denying the <laughs> mm. accusations. Okay. As in, well, that's what I mean. No, some of them, they, no, they, they, they mix the two, so they'll be like, I'm oh, so sorry I for the people, people that it's not the true. person who no, no, no. like they've been sometimes, affected or sometimes the person they don't even, sometimes they don't even apologize to the person. They'll be like, oh, I'm sorry to my family and friends that I have offended. And it's just like, yeah, I'm offended. person and apologize to her face face. Fam. I'm I, I'm sorry because I've been an embarrassment to, to for my family. I'm thinking, but wait, 
your family don't have anything to do with this. You need to face on the problem exactly. of what you did. You need to take mm. full accountability. Like with all these things, you're literally guilting until yeah. proven otherwise. So I don't know. Maybe you need to uh, maybe prove same way that that um, Justin guy went to go and give us evidence to show that he was not in the country when that happens. You guys need to come up with your evidence mm. and because to me, there's no apology. Like. You can uh, you can apologize, but there's no I don't know how to explain it. Like, there's but my no thing is like I get what you're saying. Like, I don't know how to. Even, I don't like, know how to. I'm not even in the position to forgive you. Forgive you for what? You didn't do anything to me. So if you have an if you have an apology to make, mm-hmm. you need to go and make that apology to the person mm-hmm. whose life you have destroyed. Or if you're saying that oh you're sorry to your family, okay, mm-hmm. go and say sorry to your family. If you're coming onto Twitter, it should only for you. Yeah. It should only be to actually provide receipts as to why it's not you. Like I don't feel like you need to be oh, you owe Twitter an apology. Mm-hmm. Like why? Mm-hmm. I don't know you, bruv. Like you need to go and sort your you need to go and mm, apologize mm. you need to be on your knees begging at the feet of the girl whose life you have you have destroyed so that's my opinion on the on the apologies i think some of them mm. are sincere but like some of them they just they just look a bit like and they'll just be doing it on notes and they'll screenshot it yeah like, i know it's the font in it and like, your name and you just yeah, came up five years ago. why's your first thing apology like deep. your first thing like do you know what i mean yeah that's that's it for me i think that's what it is for me like the first thing that you know it's just automatically let me just go to twitter mm. and quickly put it to bed by writing an apology that's yeah, what it feels yeah, like anyway yeah. and i was gonna say like let's say this happened to one of your friends like um <laughs> they've been accused yeah god, god forbid, forbid but they've been accused maybe they've done it and they maybe they didn't know that they did it or they've whatever, done it but they didn't they know come that out they did and it. they hmm. say say so no but like obviously you could oh they didn't, you didn't at the time, time that it was right like, some people actually generally i know that there's some people that generally don't know yeah, what yeah, they're doing as you said that they it needs to be taught yeah, on okay. what concerning yeah so i'm thinking so how does someone come back from this because they've been outed hmm. they've been outed to the public it's true they've apologized to the person in question they've taken full accountability they are genuinely sorry they don't know what else to do like mm. how do you come back come back from that because now everything is oh that person is cancelled and it's like but they've done all the stuff that is right they've taken full accountability they've apologized they've done all the mm. stuff they've done all the mm. they've done all the notes <laughs> all the everything they've done it like how mm. does someone mm. come back from that like i don't know how to do it how how to um, I've, I've always i've always wanted yeah. to ask that question not even just about consent but obviously i've talked about like old tweets and stuff like how how does how do people forgive that person how do they come back from that well at the end of the day this is the thing like and what sharon kind of said before it's Mm -hmm. all to do with the person that has been directly Mm. affected at the end of the day when once that has been resolved like and obviously i don't even know what the word resolved means but obviously it's up to those two people but you know they've taken like you said they've taken accountability of what has happened you know they have spoken to that person that person has accepted the fact that they now understand what that situation Mm. was i think that it's then the public or whoever else's thing to just back off and respect the decision of the person that had been accused that, that, no, mm. the respect the decision of the person that was accusing mm, the other person yeah. do you know what i mean so once that person lets it rest what's that you need yeah, to let it rest yeah. like do you know what i mean it's only if that person really is not happy then that's when you can continue with your 
whether you want to mm. continue with. Um, but once the person who has been directly affected has let it go, they're no more like you need to let it go. And that's what some people mm. need to realize. Like it's got nothing, not that it's got nothing to do with you. Obviously, it's something that you need to promote in terms of just raising awareness of consent yeah. in general. But in that particular case, you don't need to go back to referencing mm. if that person has now. I think, yeah, I agree with Beatrice. I mean, really. That's my opinion, Sha. Uh, it's kind of up to whoever was directly affected. But then just to also add to your answer, like that's why it's really important that people understand what consent is because it's one of those things that never goes away. Like if you have been mm. accused of mm. rape or sexual assault or whatever, people will always remember. And so that's why it's like your responsibility always, to make sure yeah. that you always. understand what consent is. And if that's why we said if you're ever unsure, then just don't do it because it's really not worth it because the minute your name comes out, even if yeah. even mm-hmm. if you are proven not guilty, unless that, that knowledge is as public as you being proven guilty, as you've been accused, then people will always think that you're guilty. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so in my opinion yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really know mm-hmm. the answer to your question Tammy like yeah like some people will forgive but some people really just won't yeah. they just won't and I'm sure there's some people who have followed unfollowed yeah. Justin Eugene yeah. and they're still like well I can't lie for him to be accused then something must have happened even if it wasn't this it was maybe something that's what happened in the first so, like, place I just feel like yeah. you need to be sure mm. you need to be mm-hmm. sure um and just pray that mm-hmm. it's never you like that's it that's all I can really say what would you do if because yeah. this happened during the whole list of men i think it was like uk guys this year you know the one that you guys were talking about that was going around on um, twitter um mm. what would you do yeah, this, yeah 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 there was somebody on there who was married and um say you're like married to hey hey <laughs> Please. Hey, but it's a question whoa, because whoa, I'm not. Whoa, this isn't even me like whoa. theoretically making whoa. something up. This is like actually something that happened. So let's say now your yeah. husband is on yeah. this list, and so <laughs> hey. and somebody in his past accused him of rape. What happened? What's what next? What hey. if he's actually done it as well? What next? What next? Hey. Or let's, no, let's ha- let's have both hey. answers. What is your? Wait, let me let me get let me. Okay, Sharon, can you calm down? What's hey? Let me swallow. Part A is <laughs> what kind of exam is this, man? You know when you see an exam book, just close the book. Just close the book. Yeah, I'll be back for the research. I'm preparing for the research. I'm thinking, okay, I need to revise this. I need to go back and revise that. So part A is. What would you do as a wife of somebody who has been accused? Like, what? Like, hmm. do you stand by them? Whatever. Question one. Question two. <laughs> Question two. What do you do if they're not stand guilty? Question three. What do you do if they are guilty? <laughs> okay. No, too many questions. No, Shan, hold on. No, no, that so first, first question, question is, is what? Like, what do you is actually if they do? were guilty? Like, let's right? just so... say that. So basically, what I'm trying yeah, to say is, you said, would you like, stand by them? Would you mean, oh, okay. like press release oh, or something? Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be that. I don't know. Unless your husband is like popular, but and then they're like the person mm-hmm. that's um, coordinating the press release, saying like mm-hmm. it would look really good if your wife is by you because then it shows solidarity from a woman. But what do you think? Because this mm-hmm. has happened like so mm-hmm. many times, like mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. news where. People have now said, well, we have to cut off the woman as well. And the woman has been a, also a very successful like business 
owner and now people are saying they're not shopping from her either because she stood by her husband so like mm. what mm. that's part a like what do you do in that first instance like mm. hey that is tricky hey and before amen. we even delve yeah. into the situation may this never be a reality for amen. anybody amen. listening and for any of us here in amen. jesus name yes what you know we have to Just pray against something before we even start speaking <laughs> because poor child Hoo-cha. I don't want it. I in it. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. Um, oh, I don't. It's tricky. Tammy, it's, do you have it's a question? Do you have an answer? Ah, no, so we don't know. <laughs> we... Mm. No, I'm not trying to skedaddle because, because obviously, first of all, none of us here are in long term relationships. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Who actually? Why you got wait? Hold on. Why you always got bait us out? What does this mean, man? What's he gonna do with that? Yeah, what I'm saying is that <laughs> God, we don't... Wait, we've got an imagination. What do you? <laughs> no, what I'm saying, we what can I'm imagine. Is that we don't know. You can never. Yes, that bond. And we don't know that bond. Like, imagine this is someone. Let's let's even when we talk about long term mm. relationships, this is someone that you're married to. This is a different ball mm. game. You could even have a child. You mm. could even be pregnant. Like, hey. why is this girl the amount of stress that you'd even be going through? Like, I don't know. This is this is somebody no, that you're married. Question, no, no, I don't think that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Wait, what did you say? Sorry, I'm showing, I'm showing my work. Even minus out. one. My working out. So I'm just thinking. Okay. Like, I don't know what. I, honestly, I don't know what I do. Probably. No, talk to, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. What to do. See, for me, I think I would speak obviously to him on a one-to-one scenario, mm-hmm. and I would pray and hope mm-hmm. that he would tell me the truth, mm. even if it was the mm. case or not. Because I think if oh, you're gonna know mm-hmm. your husband, right? And don't no. Let's be real. Not everything you come and tell your husband about, it's not even a case of where you're trying to hide it. It's just that certain things are just not brought up. Like, it just doesn't need to be Mm -hmm. brought up. Um, And if you haven't created an environment that you can fully trust that your partner would tell you the truth from the Mm -hmm. get-go, then... And I don't think that's necessarily a negative thing because I I don't think... I don't have to explain it, but just because your partner doesn't, is not so upcoming with the truth, not that they lie, but they're just not upcoming with the truth mm. straight away. I don't think it's such, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean your relationship is absolutely poor. It just means that they might just be struck, someone that struggles to kind of mm-hmm. speak on things. But um, in that case, if you know, if your partner does come and tell you the truth straight away, I would admire him, not admire him, sorry. I don't even want to use the word admire. I would respect him for telling mm-hmm. me the truth. But I personally, mm. for the sake of my kids and stuff, if I had kids with them, I don't think I would I would stand by him. And the reason why I say that is because if he was if it was guilty if he was guilty, I can't as a wife let my children see me stand by somebody who's done that. And I, it's not a case where I'm not gonna support mm. him in terms of what he has to go through i was i will do that from a distance but you will have to face the consequences of your actions mm. and i'm not going to mm. deny those consequences from mm. coming to you mm. do you know what i mean like, i will be there to support you but i'm not going to deny and try to 
you know stop those things from you know being your reality yeah. essentially that that's that's my viewpoint on on those things and i don't know like people might say that's you know that's not you like, sticking through your husband through thick and thin like i am sticking through him I, i'm sorry i'm sticking <laughs> through him i am sticking yeah. by him you know emotionally and you know helping him through the process in terms of just like you know what he needs to do what he needs to kind of not do in terms of actions and what he needs to say but you know what I mean just letting them know okay this is the next step this is what you know what I mean just being there emotionally and just being there but in terms of stopping and trying to deflect it's not going to happen for me even if he was even if he was I wouldn't stick by yeah. him even if he wasn't guilty because I'm of that opinion where if it happened before you know we got married you need to deal with that yourself mm-hmm. that's just me personally um I don't know what you guys think yeah, I'm the same. I wouldn't stick but not not stick by him, but I wouldn't stand by him publicly. Like I actually mm-hmm. wouldn't do that just because even if I wasn't married, just because I don't like you made that decision before can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Okay, cool. Sorry. You guys you made that decision before you met me. And so you should deal with the consequences on your own. I'll be here when you get home if you yeah. need a shoulder to cry on. But as for like standing with by you publicly and saying like, oh, because I feel like even if you don't say anything, you just being there shows that you are in agreement yeah. with whatever the cons- whatever the outcome is of yeah. a case that you don't know anything about. Yeah. Which I think is lunacy. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So for me, um, yeah, I'm not standing by you either. I can't mm-hmm. lie. If he's guilty would you leave him would you leave him um if he's not done that to me i don't think i would leave okay wait hold on it really really it depends on the extent say for example like this is this might sound so mad this might sound so mad but um say for example it was something that happened when he was like 15 or whatever and let's say that he was all saying like oh I didn't really know much about consent then yeah I fully take ownership whatever I did what I shouldn't do I've apologized I've gone through the normal like the the not normal sorry the like things that I need to do like maybe go to counseling all that kind of stuff and then I'm now like 30 and he's never behaved like that with me I'm not gonna lie I'm probably not leaving if this is a repeated case where it's like happened when he was 15 then again 17 then 18 it happened three times then it happened again when he was 20 then 22 then mm. and there's like a whole host of women I'm leaving you boy mm. Mm. yes exactly like I'm not st- where no yeah way. Bill, mm. uh, Bill Cosby mm. Mm. it was a Bill Cosby yeah yeah, it's very it's, it's it's a hard it's a hard question to answer. Like you, I just don't yeah. you just don't even know because you in your mind you're thinking that's not the person that I know or maybe that's not the person that married me. Like I didn't have very that sticky. problem. God so damn, sure. my head be just like that. Now I'm just wondering like, what you actually would do because. Mm. Those kind of situations are so mad. Like, I yeah. feel like you can't even. I personally just don't feel like you can even speak on it. Like, you actually just have to remain silent because. Mm. Like that's, publicly, anyway. Like, yeah, that's what you I need think. to speak to your husband about it. But mm. that's what I think too. Hmm. Hmm. It hmm. is well, man. It is actually well. What would you do, like, if you were dating someone? Is that like, would your would you just end it there, or if like, what? If you were dating someone and their name was on the list, let's say like their name was on the list, but no conclusion has been made yet. For example, beep this person out. Say, um, um, you were dating. And say that you've been dating for like a couple of years now, mm. and then his name is for on the list. For a couple of years, yeah. yeah. Let's say two years. You've been dating for two years, um, and his name is now on the list. 
what next? I wouldn't end it if we were ready together for two years. If is we there like talking, a time? Yeah, it's not. It's it's not. It's it's more of a case where like if I'm not your girlfriend, so like if it's the talking situation, yeah, I would definitely walk away. Like I don't think I don't really invest too much when I'm talking to somebody like that. <laughs> but when you're really really emotionally invested, and if it's something where I'm, I'm just assuming here that it's something that is not, he's not guilty. I'm just assuming. I know I'm, I'll, I'll talk about the other side. But if he's not guilty and he's explained to me the scenario and he's doing what he needs to do by himself to sort out and rectify the situation, I wouldn't leave straight away. Like, it would be something that needs to be sorted out. You know when it's like, just okay, this is something that needs to be sorted out. If mm-hmm. it comes back that he's guilty then we're going to need to talk about this and we're going to need to talk about whether this relationship can continue. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because if you're guilty, I need to know that you've learned from it because just because you haven't... I don't know how to explain it, but just because, okay, you've admitted that something's guilty and it's not happened between me and you doesn't mean that you've actually learned your lesson, doesn't mean you actually know what was wrong. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So, like, mm-hmm. we would need to address it and I, I would need to feel reassured and mm. know that me and you have now had that conversation of consent again. Pub, mm. like, pub properly and you now know this is what's going to happen and also the way that we then navigate our own relationship would need to change and if you can't How? adapt as in like we, I would need to now make it clear that you know I see that change from you in terms of trying to reassure me that like every, I don't know how to explain it maybe I, I, I don't really understand okay I need to go into uh, let me be as like explicit not explicit but as explicit as possible so let's say for example we were having sex um in that relationship that means that from that point onwards for me anyway that consent given would need to be even more heightened every single time we do it and i would need to see you making that effort to to show me that you know that you need to be asking for consent because i don't Why? explain it like because if you keep on doing what you're doing yet and you you know you are now guilty for something and you didn't admit to it before and you're now guilty and you know you, you're, it's your job to now reassure your partner that you understand what consent is so because I don't know you just feel like you know as a woman if you know your partner has raped somebody let's be real I'm going to say like that explicitly if you know your partner has raped somebody you're going to feel like oh my god like if I decide to say no he's not going to know what no is okay. so do you know what I'm trying to say so mm-hmm. in the back of your mind, your mind you're going to want to always know that this guy will understand that when you say no mm. he's no so he needs to reassure you that he knows that you're saying yes each time he does do something do you mm. know what I mean like mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it but yeah that would the dynamic of our relationship would need to change but if we're talking oh deuces and you will never see me again honey okay so where does the whole okay sorry this is me just coming with like 21 questions mm. <laughs> coming like one interrogation but where does the whole not on my watch <laughs> not on my watch who gonna check, who gonna check us Anyway, anyway, I've got another question. So this kind of goes back to whole, Tammy's whole thing about forgiveness. So where does the whole forgiveness thing come in now? So let's say, for example, this is somebody who was on the list, hmm. let's say, like a couple of years ago. And like I said before, whether you are whether you are guilty or not guilty, people will still remember you by that because mm-hmm. fam, just they will in it. Yeah. Um. So let's say, for example, there's a particular person, he was on the list Um let's say you're not even too sure like you you know he was on the list but you've heard both sides of the story Mm -hmm. people say that he's not guilty people say that he's guilty and he moves to you does that now automatically mean that anybody that has ever been accused of anything 
you can't speak to them because obviously you said that if you're talking to them and then they happen to be on the list before you even find out the resolution whatever happened like you're leaving so mm-hmm. where does the whole forgiveness part come in mm-hmm. um if this person say for example it happened in the past but this is still a name that goes around like mm-hmm. Tam, do you want to answer this one because i answered them before oh here we go oh okay so basically my question is where does forgiveness sorry i didn't hear the question okay cool just checking my whole my question is where does forgiveness come in in the because beatrice was saying before that she's talking to someone and the person is on a list she's leaving she's gone like she doesn't even want to hear whether you're guilty not guilty but we were talking about the whole forgiveness thing earlier so like Mm -hmm. if somebody moves to you and they've been on the list before um and you know you know that there's both sides to the story some people say yes that they didn't they did it and some people say no they didn't do it do you still would you still go forward with that person would you still date them and also from a friendship standpoint would you engage in friendship with somebody that you know has been on this list in the past um if somebody moved to me that they were on the list i probably wouldn't give them the time of day yeah um, from the beginning only because man. there's just too much I just wouldn't want to put myself in a sticky situation where from the beginning, so I'll just cut it off immediately. In terms of my fr- being friendly with someone on the list, I think subconsciously, some, subconsciously I'll just start to distance myself because being accused of something is, is it's mad. Like, I'd probably have the conversation with the person and then see what not not necessarily his side of the story is, but just see, like, what he has to say about it. And if I feel like he's giving me one dodgy answer, yeah, that would just solidify the friendship kind of being over. And um, one of my friends has actually got... He got accused of... Um, mm. I don't know whether it was rape or um, sexual assault or stuff, but then it came out, like, the whole thing just didn't make sense. Like, it was... Um, mm. The story wasn't adding up, basically, kind of like the whole Justin UG thing. So it's kind of like there was proof that just the story wasn't adding up and there was like receipts and stuff. But he was he's been in a situation where someone he tried to move to someone Mm. and the girl was like, well, I can't speak to you because I heard that um, you got accused of the stuff. So it's like Mm. even when someone is proven, as we said before, even when someone is proven not guilty, like there's still that whole stigma around it. So even if you were accused of it, it's kind of like, ah, well, mm, you've been accused, mm, so maybe mm. you've been done it or maybe you're the type to do it, if that makes sense. So I don't know. It's 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 sticky. You never know until you're in that situation. Mm. Obviously, I'm still friends with the guy and the thing happened before I became Yeah, the friendship, the friendship the ones, I think, is so a very, very sticky of, one. Know, like, um, but I think for me... It's sticky. Um one i mm. know anyway regardless like literally this is to all my male friends especially i know like it's two-sided but even more with my male friends because let's just be realistic um when it comes to the way they treat women i literally do not do not comment and i literally like it's got nothing to do with me and I don't mean that in terms of I'm dismissing it and denying and I'm not going to say anything but like I can never back and just like Sharon said like you will never see me open my mouth to say I know this person because they're like it's just not going to come from my mouth because I just never you just don't know what people do behind closed yeah. doors that like, you actually don't know yeah, never. um 
and that's why with the friendship one it's extra sticky because even if that person mm-hmm. is an amazing friend doesn't mean that what they've done is not gonna happen like it's not it's mm-hmm. not happened you know what i mean um for me i believe that if that was the case the the responsibility yeah. or yeah. you know that yeah. person should be the person that's coming to me like i shouldn't need to come to you being like is this true what's going on like i feel like you as a person would say to your people or say to your friends like this is the because this is the current this is what's happened obviously you guys might have seen this um this is kind of where i'm at this is what's happened this is what is my side of the story you know when someone like should be up like if you really mm-hmm. really believe that it's not you like you should be so comfortable to say to your friend guys look guys it's not me like this wasn't happening and stuff not that you need them to go and start backing you but just to let your friends know that this is because the case. your you friends I mean? like, actually mm-hmm. ask questions too yeah you know what I mean? just let, exactly well. so those people that be silent and not say anything hmm. to their friends like and just be coming mm, up with an apology like, like what the heck like you are evil <laughs> you are evil <laughs> no but it's true though like um I just believe it's that responsibility of the person to tell their friends and keep them updated. Mm-hmm. If you're silent, boy, I'm going to be looking at you sideways because you obviously know that we are all people that are <laughs> on social media. We all have seen this ad- allegation. And you're, and you're just saying, hey, man, you're talking in the group chat, re- re- commenting and replying to funny things. Like, what the heck? Are you all right? Like, no, impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I definitely think that's up to that person. But also, to answer the questions that Sharon addressed, that Tammy answered... Um, I really with the whole me not talking to someone like sorry if I'm talking to someone I can just walk away for me the major thing like I mentioned before is just how the person the person who has been who's accusing you how they are dealing with it at the at the current time do you know what I mean like that is where mm. my peace will come from so if it was something that happened time ago but we've seen the other person um say that okay cool like I've accepted or because you know most times actually the, the, the person will actually come forward and say cool like you know this person's apologized to me and you know i even though that you know it still upset me i still want to you know they normally do like a motivational or you know encouragement post to still you know come forward and all those sort of things but if that person is at peace with your response the way that you've dealt with it even if other people know about this list and stuff and your name keeps on coming up as long as that person can accept the fact that you know they are at peace with it then me i would be a lot more calmer in terms of wanting to either pursue or like continue whatever we're doing do you know what I mean but like you know for me I, I can't I can't be talking to somebody and knowing that this other person is constantly fighting you to come forward mm. with something do you know what I mean like that is just I'm not going to put myself in that situation and I don't blame people who don't want to put themselves in that situation as well do you know what I mean like yeah I just wouldn't be there mm. it's a lot mm. I think for me um <sighs> Okay, so from a friendship standpoint, I feel like what you guys said is true. It's kind of tricky um, because obviously if you've been friends with that person for a while and then they get that allegation and obviously they're saying that they didn't do it, but the person is saying that they did it, then yeah, you need to be forthcoming. Like you need to come and you need to tell me, like I should not have to ask you, like what the hell am I my brother's keeper? You should be coming to me telling me like, okay, like I know that like you've probably seen this now and like Sharon this is actually what this is actually what happened mm. like, I didn't do it mm. and like this is how I can tell you blah, 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 blah. I've spoken to the girl I'm calling this person I'm doing like you should be showing me like so I can at least have confidence in our friendship because like I said before people will be c- coming to look at your friends sideways because they'll be thinking ah have they not spoken to their friends mm. like mm. because I can't like, I do it as well like if your boy's on the list and and you lot are just pretending that nothing's happened yeah I'm looking at you sideways as well because 
like you need to also be chatting to your boy about like what's going on do you know what I mean so I mm. I need to feel confident that if somebody comes and they, they're asking me questions I can say confidently oh he didn't do it do you know what I'm trying to say mm. not that I don't know um so that's that's one area the other area of like somebody like moving to me and stuff um I feel like I can speak to you but I need to and the reason I'm saying I will speak to you is because yeah like some women do come forward but there's times where we actually just know the man we don't know who the woman is that accused them so I might not know who the victim was and that whether she's come forward or not Mm, do you get what I'm trying to mm. say so I feel like I need to speak to you but in me speaking to you like one of the first things we're going to discuss is the fact that you were accused like do you know what I mean like that needs to be one and it's going to be like a very awkward conversation but I feel like it just needs to be had so that I can actually like rest yeah do you know what I mean and so that if people do again like I can't lie a lot of this is based on what I think people are gonna think about me or say about me if I know that everything's fine and the whole situation has been put to bed the girls come forward and she's accepted your apology and or she said that oh like actually like that wasn't exactly how it happened and that's not the case like you know you were accused falsely and stuff that way if people come to me then I actually have a response but this whole thing of you walking around your man's been accused you don't know he doesn't know she doesn't know Mm. everybody is confused that I can't do it Mm. do you know what I mean Mm. my preference though would be to not obviously date somebody who has been accused but I feel like there needs to be some element of forgiveness somewhere but I don't know if it's going to start with me let me just say that now mm. it's just a sticky situation to be honest Honestly, it is. yeah trust me that's why everybody just educate yourselves educate your younger siblings or I don't know I just feel like parents need to educate their kids definitely now. definitely yeah. like there is actually a potential like paternal no paternal maternal yeah there's a responsibility for them to to be educating their children like 100 i just i don't think enough of it happens mm-hmm. especially in nigerian household definitely cool. that's it i ain't got no more questions oh hallelujah praise jesus <laughs> <laughs> exam over you may now put down your pen and pencil <laughs> <laughs> no sorry but sorry off topic but those invigilators the way i actually miss the way they walk up and down in the hall fam. oh you're my so annoying. god Dude. not you trying to say you miss it in vigilance nah, can you funny. get out of here do you remember the one when the phone went off Sharon and um, she was there looking at whose phone oh, went off and it was hers damn it and it was hers <laughs> yeah I remember that <laughs> I remember that. There was one invigilator as well, flipping it. She had to take her shoes off eventually. Oh, my God. Every time she would be walking up. Fam. Fam. These people take the mic. hello. You're trying to write an essay and you're just saying clap, 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 clap. Like, come on now. Too much, man. Too much. But let me just wrap up. Thank you, guys. We've come to the end of the first episode of 2021. We hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Make sure you guys follow us on our socials. That is BTSPod underscore on Twitter and Insta. And yeah, we'll be back again with another episode on Monday. Really looking forward to the episodes this year. I think you guys are going to enjoy them. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so we'll see you guys next week monday it's your girl beatrice it's tammy and it's sharon and thank you so much for listening bye everyone bye even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com